Ladies and gentlemen, we're back here in Porchville. How you doing out there, wherever the hell you are? Come on, give us some love, people. Porchvillepod.com. You can go over there, find all our info, subscribe to us. Um, that's the most important thing. Whatever you do, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Share it with your friends. Get them involved. Tell them about it. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify. And here we are with Mr. Houston Keen. Let's What's just up? jump right into Houston it. Houston Keen. Jump right into the deep end, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming, man. Absolutely. Thank you. Bro. This is uh I am I am honestly thrilled that you're here. Dude, I'm stoked to be here, man. I was telling all my buddies about this and they uh they were stoked that uh they were stoked to hear there was a podcast going on. I was like, Yeah, I'm I'm just shocked I'm important enough to <laughs> actually be on it. So this is good, man. It's a good start. Oh man, we're glad to have you. When when we set this up, um you were one of the first people that I reached out to. Nice. Because uh I love your story. I love where you've where you've come from. Um when I met you, you were 20, I think. I think, so. I, I think the first time you played the bar that I was at, I don't even think you could drink. Mm, that sounds accurate. Yeah. <laughs> I was probably drinking, but that sounds accurate. <laughs> <laughs> you, may, you may have been. You may have been. Um, but uh, and ever since then, I mean, just what you've been doing with... Uh, Going, you know, you moved off to Austin and all that Correct. stuff. Yeah, man. No, you it was know, a good time. I'm a, I'm a lot older now. I'm yeah. all of 25 <laughs> as of 10 days ago. <laughs> season, so <laughs> seasoned veteran now. Yeah, I'm a super seasoned veteran. <laughs> it's great. Birthday. Yeah, thanks, man. Happy it's birthday, it, yeah. it's great to go into bars and be able to actually sit at the bar and yeah. be like, hey, I'm playing here, but also I'm gonna have a drink, and they're kind of cool with it. You know, <laughs> it's it's good. And I can rent a car, so that's there you go. Moving up, moving up. I I just uh, I don't think a lot of people do what you're doing you know or to go to go out go alone like you have which has been really awesome yeah man well you know the the thing is is like i've always been solo right and the solo thing is cool but it's and here's what and we'll get into it man but here's the thing right is it's like you know the solo thing is great and i went out to austin solo and i kind of had this idea of you move to the live music capital of the world well you're Mm going to meet all these musicians that are you know incredible and there's incredible talent out there man there really is but it's the same dilemma that's that's happening here uh in gainesville or happening in nashville or la or new york or memphis or austin or whatever man any of those music towns the issue is man is that nobody really has a game plan right and so what they do is they kind of sit around and they play in the bars and they play in the bars and that's great man you're paying your rent doing doing music and that's all mm-hmm. that anybody wants to do but the problem is man is you pay the bills and you buy a little beer and then you have like three dollars right and that's <laughs> and that's not enough to go to the studio or make music 100%. videos or get equipment for a band right and yeah. so the big change for me was like well dude i mean i'm making it right i'm, I'm playing music for a living like this is mm-hmm. awesome i live in austin texas like bam you know but the truth is man is it's like i just <laughs> I'm going to get some hate for this, but I, 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 I saw a lot of the same musicians that were in the corner of the bar playing Jimmy Buffett covers, right? Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm kind of one of those people too, but I'm 25 and not 60, right? right. And I Dang. saw the 60-year-old doing it, and I was like, that's me, man, if I don't if I don't get a band together and put out some real records, you know, and really yeah. try. So 
that's that's why I'm home, man. I'm here to stack cash and get equipment and put the band together and put out records and music videos, man. I've got a I've got a five year plan in action. It's yeah. just a matter of a. I mean, I'm working a day job right now, trying to just get it all together. You know. So you're you are serious. If you're working a day job, Dang, you are serious. Right. You you're really trying to stack it up. <laughs> that concrete so, money. So are you back here? I'm back. I'm living back in uh, Chiefland, Florida. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. So I'm I'm tacking around Florida, man. It's been a re- It's been a hell of a two weeks, man. Wow. I've been playing since I've been back. It's been like. I think I'm up to like 10 to 12 shows within the first two weeks. And it's like everybody heard I was coming back and they were like, hey, man, get over here. Let's yeah. do this. Let's do this. I'm like, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Well, so now you were you were coming through and just sort of touring through Florida and then you'd, you'd go back out to, to Texas. Right. Are you going to still do that? And it'll around? be the it'll be the complete opposite. Right. So I'm living in I'm living in Florida and then I'm actually touring out in Texas every three or four months or so. Um, and what what I really want to do is when I build the band, I want to have I want to attack two different markets. I want to go because um, it's the market I've been running, which is between Florida and Austin. And you hit Baton Rouge and Mobile, Alabama and Houston, Texas and all that in between those. But then the but then the second route is going to be up uh, Jacksonville, um, Georgia, South, North Carolina, Tennessee, and then hit Atlanta on the way home and then come back to Florida. So those are two routes, right? So when we put the band together, we're going to have those two routes, and we're just going to run the hell out of those, right? And yeah. obviously play local shows. But the, but the but here's the difference, man. When we go do shows now, like, I may just go do acoustic stuff at the bar, and that's fun, but right. I'm going to promote the hell out of this one show a month yeah. where it's like with the band at the High Dive or Lucy's or whatever, and we are going to try to pack it out and really, really, really push it. Merch tables and albums and like, yes, you know, rock you and roll. To. It'll be great. You man. have to do yeah, that. Legitimate, you know? Yeah. I think that I think you got to make it a, you have to make it an event. Of that's, course. That's what, when uh, the last few years that we were playing as a band with Hollow Days, that was something that we really tried to do every single time. Make it an event, of you course. know? And uh, that's when we started seeing a return on that. You know, people coming out to shows and, you know, Selling a couple hundred tickets, stuff like that. Like that's that's the payoff. For sure, you know? and that is and it, dude. And I can, I mean, I can. If I go play acoustic on like, say it's like my birthday, like yeah. t- a week ago or two weeks ago or whatever, and it's like I play every every year. I have this event where I play down in Cedar Key, and we kind of like we. It's my birthday party, right? And yeah. so like everybody shows up. That's awesome. They all buy me bottles of liquor. It's crazy. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I pack that thing to the gills for like four four hours, right? Just yeah. solo, and that's great. And that's just one big event a year, right? But it's like if I can get the band, and we can say like, all right, fellas, once a month we need to be kick ass. I'm not gonna bother you any other time. Practice, yeah. and we're gonna be great, right? And this once a month we're gonna have a party in downtown Gainesville at Lucy's or whatever we're gonna bring everybody out so that's awesome that's dude. awesome that is awesome that is that is a really good plan and uh what's what's the what's the payoff five years five year goal I would, where does it take you I've always said man <laughs> I would hate to get famous young, right? Yeah. And it's like if I if somebody handed if if like I got a major label contract right now, I'd be freaking out because I'd be like, <laughs> dude, I don't I don't I don't want this. I'm not good enough yet. Or maybe it's the fact like, oh, I don't think I'm good enough. But it's also I'm really green behind the ears, man. Yeah. If I could be 30, 35, or whatever, and then just kind of like have have been through a lot life experience mm-hmm. and and music industry experience, you know. But the thing is, man, it's like some of my favorite songwriters are the ones that are like. 30, 35, 40 years old, and you're like, you listen to it, and you go, man, as a 25-year-old, I don't relate to that, but right. some strong songs. Yeah, they man. got they got a little bit more life experience Definitely, them, man. man, and it helps. <laughs> the stories become a little bit more powerful. It you know? helps. 
Absolutely. Dude, I, I love what you're doing, though, man. I like I like how you're trying to do everything just uh, like independently and trying to be an entrepreneur. And, and sure. that's that's uh, that's something that we're here at the ports trying to do ourselves, man. We're trying to do that. Yeah. too. I see it, man. We got the signs and the stickers and the business yeah, cards. Man. And, you know, it's we're, uh, we're, we're trying to do it all on our own. And, you know, that's what Cody was talking about earlier. Um, excuse me. He was uh, listening to some of your music, playing some of the videos and everything. Tight. And uh, he was like, hey, you know, this guy's trying to do the same thing we're doing. For sure, for you sure, know? man. And I think every musician kind of is. It's just all on a different level of... Um, everybody does it different, man. Yeah. You know, and I'm not I'm not going to knock anybody. I'm just saying that some people do it different, and some people do more, and some people do less or whatever it is. And yep. I'm kind of a social media maniac, and that's a big deal of it. But, you know, and it's like, it's all... It's all about appearance, really. I mean, yeah. I, I, it's ter- terrible to say that, but it's like, but you it's know. But it, it's the truth. It is the truth, right? the truth. You know? My, my buddy Joe, who's been on this podcast several times, uh, guitar player in Hollow Days and everything. Nice. Uh, that was, you know, that was something that was secondary to my thinking initially, you know, because when I was young and, you know, 21 and starting bands, starting music, it was, oh, man, I just want to be, you know, the singer and for the music and that's what it's all about. For sure. And Joe was the smart one over here going, you know what, you're right, it's about the music, but it's also about the business side of the music and, you know, you have to look a certain way and do things a certain way and, you know, there's so much that goes into it. But I think it's also really easy to get yourself out there like you're doing with with social media. I mean, Absolutely. You're, you're huge on social media, man. I'm seeing it all over the place. So, Well, you know, man, and it, and it even draws back to like we can relate on this as far as the podcast stuff goes, right? Because it's kind of like you take it, it. Here's my theory, right? Fuck the majors. We don't need major labels anymore. 100%. We don't. And I've been you're saying right. that for years now. And yes. it's the Internet is the new record label. Like yes. I. Anytime I go into some kind of spiel with some musician, I'm like, dude, fuck going to Nashville or any of this, man. Just stay stay where you're at and save as much money as you can and just pump that money into the thing, right? And you'll get a return out of it. Like, you really will, man. Either if you pump it into marketing or, or band equipment, you really train up the band or whatever it may be, man. But I think... The way to make the most money in the music industry nowadays is to become famous, a viral sensation of some sort on the internet, yeah. and then do it independently. Like, yeah. it, my end goal, dude, and everybody says you have to have, you know, as a musician, here's the thing, right? Like, nobody, a lot of people never set up a goal, like an end goal, so it's just kind of like they they get bigger, and they get bigger, and they get bigger, and that's great, that's great, but it's never enough, right? Yeah. So my end goal, right, my peak, if I if I could picture it, my peak would be selling out the House of Blues in every state in America. Woo! Every weekend of the year. Yeah. yeah. Which is I mean, fifteen hundred people cap room, that's not impossible, man. That's that's a that's You're a, right. something I can You're right. see. You know, hundred percent is not impossible. But at the same time, for guys like for guys like you, for guys like me, I mean, I've played to a couple hundred people and been like, This is the biggest show of my life. <laughs> right, for sure. So for to have fifteen hundred people sitting out that's there, a big that's deal, fucking man. amazing. I'd love that shit. I would you know? too. Yeah, so. I would too. Well, maybe maybe by thirty thirty five. We'll see that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anybody that you're working with now or are you still just looking around? So what what we're doing as far as uh the band stuff goes mm-hmm. is I've got my buddies from my hometown and uh so it's funny that you bring that up, right? So it's like a lot of people question me, they're like, Well, I don't understand why you would come home to build a band 
when you could just when you live in Austin, Texas, the live music right. capital of the world, there's plenty of bands, right? Well, here's here's the issue, is it's like the solo guys like me who can sing and play. Well, we can pay our rent, and eat, and all that other stuff just by playing music, and that's great. Now these other cats who are the drummers and the guitar players and the bassists, they're all incredible. But the problem is, is that none of them can go out on their own. So therefore, yeah. they're Damn. making a fraction of the. I mean, it's true, right? You yeah. can't yeah. just be a bassist at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, I mean, good. <laughs> but but the thing is, I can't is, wait for Taylor to to comment <laughs> on. on that because you know he's gonna <laughs> like fuck that i could do it i could do it man no taylor but uh, <laughs> sit down you and your bass you sit down bass, man. it's hard to find a good basis <laughs> anyway i know a couple there you go I know you know couple. what I'm, I'm looking i'm looking but anyway regardless but the thing is man is it's like you know you get you get jimmy john and, and jesse and they're they're all uh they're all your band right but the problem is they're in seven other bands because yeah. they have to pay rent too yep. and i get it nobody wants to work a day job out there that's fine man but the thing is it's like trying to coordinate those three people to get yeah. anywhere even just once a month it's very very difficult right yep and not only that man but it's like a lot of those cats aren't necessarily devoted to you i know it sounds selfish of me but like if i have my guys back here it's like man all we're doing is working our day job and at six yeah. o'clock we're cracking beers and playing guitar so it's like everybody knows our songs they're our songs they're not my songs they're like they become and a whole family of yeah. things you know and that's yeah. great that's when you get really tight you yeah. know what uh what kind of how many pieces are you looking to put together uh well are you doing any like banjo players or fiddle players steel guitars i wish like yeah. i wish we had a steel player man. Oh, that'd, man, be that'd be sick those are, those are some of the most you, beautiful bro. fucking It'd sounds perfect for you. oh man i want to get a steel player at least on the records yeah that would be nice yeah pull them into the studio but you know the two things um there's, so it's like i would love to have like a four piece or a five piece where you kind of have like you know i'm always acoustic and i'm always singing mm -hmm. right but i'd always i'd kind of like to have a rhythm electric and then um you know, like you said, a steel player or a keyboard player, that'd be really nice. Yeah. But as far as tour goes, I'm trying to work that shit down to like a trio. Yeah. Like <laughs> All right. That was, uh, we had a little power outage here dun, in dun, dun. fucking Porchville. That's a first. Uh, we we might have lost a couple seconds, but everything looks, uh, everything That's looks right. to be normal. So That's Florida for you. Fucking A. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's a light drizzle. Well. And... Apparently that's that's enough. Probably probably knocked over a branch somewhere. <laughs> Just real quick, had a stroke, you know. But seriously, done. yeah. So anyway, what were we talking about? So uh, the band thing, man. Band you know, thing. we're trying to whittle this thing down to three people on tour, right? And I ha if I have to play like a, I'm not really an electric player, yeah. but if I have to, and we just carry me and a bassist and a drummer, and we rock it, that's great, you know. And if we have four people, it's really not a big deal, you know. But it's like I'm just trying to whittle down the the touring band as small as I can because it's like left mouths you have to feed, yeah. And the less people you have to sneak into a hotel room, it's you know <laughs> what I mean. It's it's good. A little <laughs> yeah. more money in your pocket. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, I saw I saw Stapleton, Chris Stapleton, it was a year or so ago, and uh, you know he plays. You see him at? I, I saw him in Jacksonville. Nice. Um, he plays with. Uh, you know, a larger band on the record and stuff like that. Right. But I saw him was just a three piece and really? I loved it because it was just stripped down, you know, and real I, raw. That's that to me is just the money shit, you know, where it's just like you just you hear everything. You hear every little mistake, you know, or what you just you hear everything. You hear all the along with every mistake. You hear every ounce of soul that goes into it. It's just and it's he's just the guy for you know? it. Too. Oh, 100 percent. Got a great voice, 100 percent, man. And uh so I, I do. I actually like the stripped down approach personally. No, me too. I think you just have to be um, 
you have to be tighter than ever to actually like you mm-hmm. know if you have a three piece it's like okay man this trio has to be like yeah. rocking you know yeah. otherwise it's like man what the fuck is this you know <laughs> what i mean like it's a joke like it's like okay man just somebody throwing another lead guitar player or yeah. something you know yeah. it's got to be hard finding people who are committed like you are too well yeah like i mean i've got some so so my good buddy zach petty he's on the record and he's also like he's the he's the uh He's just, I, I guess, like the band leader, right? Like yeah. he's kind of the guy. Like, I mean, I know how to run the band and all that other stuff, but like he actually knows. He's been right. in bands, right? And I'm like, dude, if you just take this over and you make my band like amazing, like you're you're my right hand man. Like mm-hmm. obviously, you know, <laughs> like and he is. He's on the records and like him and I kind of write together and we try to come up with guitar stuff. And he's man, he's phenomenal with the guitar. Yeah, it's great. I mean, like a hundred times better than I'll ever be. Like he's <laughs> really, really good. Which is pretty impressive. I heard nah. you playing earlier, man. You've gotten fucking nah. amazing. Work in progress. Work Love in progress. <laughs> um, with your uh, with the with the record now. I mean, well, let's you know what. Let's 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 take it back. Let's let's go back the other way. Because um, I know we've you know we've got a lot of time to talk about the record and everything. Where I want to know where this all started for you. Were you one of these kids running around at two years old with a you know, <laughs> no no pretend I was, guitar I or whatever? It was I'm just not, like an always. I'm no, I'm super, super uncoordinated, so I was never good at sports. <laughs> and um, so, so anyway, my my grandma was a singer in the church. Super, uh, she she was just a singer in the church. Kind of played piano a little bit, but nothing really, right? And mm-hmm. I don't have any other musicians in my family. So anyway, my dad, whenever he was younger, he had gotten a guitar, right? Just an acoustic guitar as a child, whatever. And he played for two months, and he gave up. And the guitar sat in my grandma's closet. Uh, for years right and so I used to spend summers at my grandparents house well anyway one summer I was sitting around and I was like bored so I was running through the house as a 12 year old Mm -hmm. and I came across his guitar right and so I pick up the guitar and I'm just like messing with it or whatever and I have no interest in it I'm like this sucks this is terrible (laughs) I I hate this hurts my fingers (laughs) yeah fuck it yeah and so my grandma busts in right and she's like oh you play guitar and I was like nah she's (laughs) like no you do you do I was like nah she's like let's go to the music store right now and so I don't know oh shit yeah yeah right damn go your grandma right (laughs) yeah and so anyway we go to this place called Billy Bones, which is open, uh, which was open in Chiefland at the time, and it had this skull and crossbones on it. And I just remember this specific memory as a <laughs> child, going like, "Oh God, they're gonna beat me up in there! Like they're so tough." <laughs> and I get in there, it's like some skinny dude smoking cigarettes, and he's like, "What's up, bro?" Like, he, <laughs> and so, so I got this little fifty dollar c- guitar, and I signed up for lessons, and or well, she signed me up for lessons, and yeah. uh, I was forced into lessons for like, you know, the first three or four weeks, and then I was like, you know what? I kind of like this. And then mm-hmm. I got I got a little better. And then I joined the little band they had at the music store. And I was like, oh, I really like this. And then so that was like 12, 13, 14. And then by the time I was 15 or 16, I was like, girls like this too. Yes, so, they yeah. do. So I was like, <laughs> I can get into this, man. This is cool, you know? That's that's pretty much what does it for everybody. That's kind of the Once you right? figure out that, that girls <laughs> like the musicians... I, anything the girls in are place. into, I'll. That's I'll, right. I'll work at. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that was that was why. I mean, fourteen, fifteen years old, you know, picking up a guitar for the first time. That's why. You for know? sure. And for sure. Uh, it's kind of weird to think, man. You see some of these prodigies that are like eight or nine years old, and they can play oh like God. way better than anybody. And it's just like, man, I was just barely getting it at twelve, <laughs> you know. And it's like, damn, I'm way behind. I'm, I'm still never going to be that as good as some of those kids are. It's, Me either, it's man. Ridiculous. It's kind of pointless. They don't do anything else. <laughs> My buddy Joe, who is very a very good uh, accomplished guitar player, can easily play some of these, you know. 
uh, Guns N' Roses riffs or whatever, you know, these kids are playing. Even he's watching them just like, I can't, I can't fucking believe yeah, that. Yeah, man. <laughs> Jesus. So, I don't know what it is. Something in the water. It's, it, it must be. <laughs> that's, that's their parents, be. parents forcing them to <laughs> yeah. learn that damn song. Listen here, Timmy. <laughs> you want to eat today? <laughs> You're going to be on YouTube and be famous, boy. I, I, I swear better, to God. I wish mine would have forced me to do something that great. Like, fucking. You know what's weird, though, is I've talked to, I've talked to musicians who are mm. like great. Like, they'll be piano players mostly. I don't yeah. know why it's always piano, but it's always like some girl who's like kind of pretty and she plays. I was like, oh, yeah, I play piano. I'm like, do you really? And then she gets on there and she can sight read and she can do Beethoven and stuff oh. and I'm like that's incredible and she's like yeah I hate the piano though because my mom forced me to do yeah, it yeah. I was like oh there's the B yeah. side of that okay yep. see you found it naturally man yeah. you, got, you went in there and it was like all discovery yeah. it was discovery like, yeah, yeah it's and beautiful. that's what it was that's, yeah. how, that's how you fall in love with stuff whenever yes. you get to Wow, this is all new, and whoa, I'm learning all by myself. Yes, whoa. for sure. And, and then, then and then pussy comes into the equation. Ah, and it's then you're like, the case. damn baby, <laughs> that's how it happens. Oh my god. Um, well, you know the the thing is, is, I was playing. I was just a guitar player for from like 12 to 16, yeah. and then and then when I was like 16 or 17, uh, I got super emo and I started writing. Right, and so when I started writing, I was like, well, I gotta I gotta have someone to sing these songs, and yeah. I I couldn't sing at all, and I was like, well, I'll just. I'll just show them how they go. I'll I'll show someone how they go, and they'll sing them for me, right? And so I had this girl, CJ Jack, right? And we went to guitar class together in high school, and she could sing like an angel. One of those people that had a natural voice, like right from the get-go, like an angel, man. And we're still friends. Like, we hang out or whatever, and she's, she's cool, man. But, like, so she got me into singing. She's like, Houston, you just... You have to just try, right? And yep. like, so she kind of would be like, she'd be the lead singer, and she's like, just get up there and just try with me, and like, we'll get it. So anyway, by sixteen or seventeen, I was mumbling words, and then by eighteen or nineteen, I started picking up gigs. And see, here's what happened, man. I think the reason that I got so much better exponentially is because I was thrown into the world of like, you got to play four hours, kid, yep. and like, you got to be good. Like, you got to play. You can't bore these people or be too loud or be whatever it is. You know, like you got to get good. And dude, like, so the first year I was gigging, man, like it just slowly started to pick up. Like one gig a week, one gig a week. So you just got up there and just did it. We're like, fuck it, I'm just gonna sure. sing. Well, yeah, I mean, I could. I was, I was not that great. I was very pitchy. I was not that good at it. But I was like enough to fake it till you make it for four hours. Right. And I wanted that 150 bucks, man. I was literally. I was, <laughs> and I'll I'll tell you this story when I play you this song later. But I was literally going into bars at like sixteen playing because my my buddies would hook me up right who were older like T J Brown and like Clayton Bush and all those they would they would hook me up in the bars and they would be like yo go kid like you got the gig like let's do it so I would literally leave high school in Chiefland, drive across Florida for two and a half hours to go to St Augustine show up at like five thirty play by six end at 10, drive two and a half hours back, and then show up to, like, junior year of high school the next day. <laughs> yeah. That's dedication. And, dude, and, you know, what's funny is, like, I would show up to junior year, and I would be like, bro, last night I was in St. Augustine. Dude, there were these girls there. I was playing guitar. It was awesome. Like, I made all this money, da 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 <laughs> Like, because I was in high school, right? Yeah. I didn't make no money. And, dude, 150 bucks to me, I was like, making it, you yeah. know? <laughs> and so I tell my buddies, they're like, bro, you're so full of shit. You suck. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's whatever. <laughs> Total bros, you know, <laughs> <laughs> living your best life, bro. That's Come right. on, man. That's awesome, though. Yeah. It, it really is, and that was that was what always, you know, I, I loved about the story that that you had going on was, you know, when you when you came in there where I was working, um, I, mean, I thought you were great, and you know, I thought you were like the model of being like professional, and you know, you had your shit together. You just came in, you did it. Um, that's shocking the uh i remember the i remember the <laughs> venue I mean, it was not a great venue uh, I mean, we had 
you know, I was just, oh, man, I was just trying to keep the lights on. But, uh, you know, you, you came out there, whether there was one person at the bar or, you know, 12 people at the bar. For I, sure. I, I wish I could say, like, 50, but I don't ah, think we ever had that many. Well. Uh, and that was not a you thing, uh but, um, that was a tight spot upstairs, it, though. Yeah, and that little yeah. downtown area. Yeah, yeah that was cool, yeah, it was man. Really cool. Um, but you know, y- you were just uh, like I said, you you came in, and I I've been around, seen a bunch of different musicians, played with a bunch of different guys over the years. For sure. And you know, when somebody who was as young as you were, you know, comes in and presents himself, you know, how you did, and uh, come in there with the with the caliber of of you know the catalog you had going. I mean, it was just great. It was cool, just fucking man. great. I was really, really blown away by it. And then when you turned around, you said, "You know what? I'm moving to Austin." I was like, "Fucking hey, man!" <laughs> well, I'm glad I could fool you at first, <sighs> at least. You know, <laughs> well, that's cool. <laughs> the, the reason I was the reason I loved that was because I was sitting in a steak and shake when I was probably 23, 24. Steak and shake on uh, thir- South Thirteenth. Yeah, me. Um, my buddy Jeremy, my buddy Joe, and Jeremy was a bass player. Joe was a guitar player, and I was a singer. Um, we're sitting at the Steak and Shake, and we're talking about where where are we going to go? Should we go to Should we go to L.A.? Should we go to New York? Right. Where should we go? Because we want to do this forever. We want to be a big fucking rock band. Where do we go? Right. And are we ballsy enough to do it? Well, and at the end of the day, the answer was no. We we never really ever got serious about taking that step to go and you know and that's a big step, bro. It's a huge fucking step. <laughs> so when you were like, "I'm going to Austin," I was like, "Holy shit, man!" Like for legit. me, for somebody who's been at that crossroads, mm-hmm. for you to actually go and do it, I was just like, "I love it, I love for it." Sure. And so I've been following it ever since because I'm just fucking rooting for you, man. For sure, I love it, and that I, was that was why I wanted you to come on this podcast. Because I I just you know I love the story I love the rise and love how you've been doing for um, sure man well so you know awesome. I I I so <laughs> what's funny right is so like I, and I'm back working concrete during the day I'm pouring <laughs> pouring driveways and building houses and that's cool with me like honestly like and just a that's side, good work quick side note like I noticed something man I noticed every day whenever I would go to work and you put in a hard day's work for one the beer tastes better at the end of the day oh, it does. true it does but secondly I wrote better because yeah. like I was out there you know what I'm saying like I came up with this line the other day just on the job it was like it was like you spend your whole lifetime working uh, you spend your whole lifetime working building houses that you'll never be able to afford and it's like oh, that's, that's cool. a good point that's like, a really and that's good what a line. lot of people are I mean a lot of people out there are getting twelve dollars an hour right and it's like yeah. you're never gonna build you're never gonna build a house you're never gonna buy a house it's that's yeah. what you're building today you know what yeah. I'm saying like this is the this is the closest you'll ever get to living <laughs> in one you know that sucks you know but it but yeah. it's a real thing and it it, it actually um it, it helps me write at least well, yeah. you know it's something about the work God is a working man you well know? you're out there it's living a, in going through these experiences you know blue collar approach yeah man. it's a blue yeah. collar approach. and that's what i love i love springsteen songs you know and that's yeah. all that is you know and I, I i respect people that you know get up and actually go to work and do that man because when i was living in austin i had two years where i didn't i didn't have a job and that mm-hmm. was fucking awesome it's first time in my life where i was like whoa like i'm fucking doing it. i'm waking up <laughs> ruin on runs listening to joe rogan I'm, I'm i'm like you know i'm playing guitar and singing and i'm, I'm writing with people and like i was like this is it this is yeah. me living in the music capital of the world like making it happen right and then it's like 
like I said, going back to you, you just you don't you don't have enough money at the end of the day to really do yeah. what you got to do to progress because a lot of cats, you know, and and I saw the same thing in Austin. I don't know what's happening in Nashville. It's happening here too. It's like a lot of cats make enough money to get by and they're they're happy go lucky. And I was too. I'm, it's easy, man. It's like the devil's. It's easy to get tempted into it and be fooled by it. But the truth is, man, if you want to get out of the bars, you want to start playing clubs or theaters, you got to have a damn band. You got to mm-hmm. have the records and all that other stuff. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Actually, so, the guys from Broken Silence were on a couple weeks ago and. and Israel had said the same thing. Israel's the lead singer for Broken Silence. Nice. Um, you know, that he, he said, yeah, you know, we're playing in the bars. We're trying to get to the venues. Clubs. You know, to yeah. the clubs. And uh, so that's a, that's a really important thing. For sure, you know? man. And, and, and so, anyway, going back to the Austin thing, right? So yeah. I, I was working construction, and then I quit that job for a little bit, and I started working at a, a pawn shop in town, right? Like one of my buddy's pawn shops. And, like, so basically this job... It was kind of like a last minute, like, hey, we really need somebody. And I'm like, cool, dude. And so there was two buildings, and there was the gun and jewelry shop, and then there was the oddities side, right? And they were two separate buildings, only like 10 feet apart. And uh, and they were like, dude, we need you to work the oddities and like sell them, right? Well, I was like really good at that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was like, I, was, I knew everybody in town, and they come in, and I'd be really friendly. And I Anyway, but the job was stupid easy. All you had to do was sit there all day and wait for people to come in. And in a town like Chiefland, there's no one there. So barely, <laughs> so you might get three or four customers. <laughs> so what I started doing in all that free time and free Wi-Fi, I would take my laptop to work. Boss didn't care. I would take my laptop to work and I started booking out shows in Austin because I knew it was coming. I knew I was mm-hmm. moving, right? And so I started booking out shows. So when I eventually got there, I already had 20 shows in the book for yeah. that month. Damn. For sure. That's and, awesome. And it was hustling it, right? It was just calling and calling and like I got signed to a booking agency which really helped, you know, and then I got I got on 6th Street which is the Broadway there and anyway, dude, I got really busy before I even got there so when I got there, dude, I was like caking, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And I was like, I'm making it, I'm making it, I'm making it and it's expensive to move, it's expensive to move in anywhere so I was like, all that was gone but regardless, it was like I was, I was making it happen, right? And from that get-go, I was having venues like, yo, dude, we got to get you back. Or I was mm-hmm. getting new venues. And the whole time, dude, I swear to God, like I used to stay up like <laughs> me and me and the girl I was with, we, we had like a 500 square foot apartment, right? Like a small ass oh, apartment. Yeah, it was nothing, dude. <laughs> she hated my guts. And uh, <laughs> anyway, but we had Wi-Fi, you know, and I would stay up till midnight and I would just be sitting there like just emailing, like I would email like 50 venues a day, right? And like, dude, all that stuff would like come back. And eventually you're like, damn, man, how do I get, how did I get t- to play like every other day this week or mm-hmm. every other day this month? You know what I'm saying? And then at the end of the day, you're like, I'm caking, homie. And That's you know, you pay wild. 12, you pay $1,200 a month rent because you live in austin and it's gone yeah you know but but it's cool man like it's um it's a good time but like i said in the master scheme of things you have to have a good bit of money and you have to have a band yeah so yeah definitely the band i I think the band's important i love i love the camaraderie of being in a band for sure you know um uh, you, you come up with that song idea and it's just it's it's the perfect song right and then you bring it out to these other guys and they and they say oh yeah let's let's do this and let's do that and next thing you know it's like oh wow the song that i had it's something totally different it's totally different and it's so much fucking better you know that's what happened with stan whenever you recommended me to martell yes you know um and i and the only reason i know stan is because of you yeah you know i remember that night you were like let me show you my band bro and i was like who produced this yeah well that's the intro song that we use for the the podcast that song that i played you that night cody and i were talking about that and uh 
Because um, he pimped out the baseline on it or something, yeah. right? How, yeah. Well, how's that? How's that been going? It's great, man. So uh, I don't know. You're friends with Stan, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, he's going, he's going through his problems right now with the medical <laughs> stuff, and so we love you, Stan. Yeah, he's great, man. I, I, I don't know if he hears this. Anyway, I don't know. I hope he does because I hope I, he we've does. talked about him on like three of these fucking oh, things. I'm gonna have to let him so. know. He's famous by now. <laughs> Such a dirt. Martell back. Studios. Such a dirt back. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You're great, Stan. But. But no, man, he's he's a cool cat, dude. And at, yeah. at the rate that he was uh he was charging, I was like, dude, I can afford this yeah. all day. Yeah. So you so we'd go in there and we knock out a song in two sessions or whatever, you know, man. And you know the thing about like like you said, like I would go in there with like this acoustic song, right? Like I have this one song called Southern Gentlemen and California Girls. Mm-hmm. And when I started it out, like on the acoustic, it was like super slow, and it's like. Well, she's got revenge that likes to paint a picture, whatever, whatever, right? And he's like, dude, stop. He's like, look, <laughs> you need to you need to pick it up because this is going to be like a dance song. And I was like, it's going to be a dance song? He's like, no, this will be a dance song, bro. I was like, for real? And yeah. so, like, dude, two sessions later, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. This is the single. This is the <laughs> one right here. Like, I was amazed. <laughs> he does great work, man. He does. He does. And and that's what, that's what we've loved about going up there and working with him in the past was – um, his his intuition, man, his ear for sure. You know, it's just it's fucking on point, and his chill there too. Oh yeah, just hang yeah. out. Yeah, there was a there was a conversation uh, that he was having about. Uh, I, I know you saw it, um, but I think we both commented on about his rates going up a yeah. little bit, and you know, obviously there was always going to be some people like, oh, what do you mean? Oh, yeah. and that guy could fucking charge five thousand an hour, and it's still worth. It. He's just he's damn he's one good. of the fucking best. Well, I told you know? him, I told him, and not to tell Stan what to do over this podcast, but <laughs> I told him, I was like, man, you gotta. I would pay more for you. I was like, dude, if you will, if you will give me a quicker turnaround and like, uh, and have less clients but more money, more work, you know, or less work but more money. I was like, dude, I will pay you all day. I was like, narrow it down to like, if you have fifty clients, which I'm sure, dude, he has like everybody come oh, yeah. to the studio, and because they it's know. So his quality is yeah. Yeah, well. He's, he's cheap, cheap and his quality. And his quality is better than everybody else's. For sure, dude. You know he's where the fuck good. do you get that? You know he's damn good. Oh man, he's Love got it. it, man. He's got the he's yeah. got the gears. You know what songs did he do for you? He did the whole. So he's did he just did my whole record like the whole like 10 songs he did uh jenny and badland i don't know which ones you i heard. loved jenny man. yeah dude, i thought jenny, jenny was super good. badlands uh bad company dude he's got so many bangers on that record man it's, it's so funny because like i go in there with him and i'm like 25 right he's like 40 he's like a dad now and so and so we're hanging out and i'm just like i was like is this one too fast and he's like you're worried about the wrong thing kid like you know what i'm saying like like he's, he's like he's so in control of it yes I'm like, i believe him too i'm yes. just like do it man 100%. You, got, you got it you got it 100 i i i was always very self-conscious about recording my vocals and i i hate doing it yeah and so we we'd go and we'd record and then once we'd get done i'd uh, I'd be hearing it in my head, and I think the, the both of the times that we w- went and recorded, I think I emailed him was just like, "Should I come back, man, and like do it again? Because I'm pretty sure it sucked." And he's like, "Don't worry, I got you." And then it sounds fucking course, amazing. Of course, so it's like I don't know why I was even worried. He did the same so. thing with me, man. And I don't know if he, the, I'm sure he cut vocals with you the same way he did me. Is where like you go in and you sing the song oh literally ten my times. Fucking right? god, it takes forever. You're like, oh, do it again. Do it again. Yeah, it's do terrible. it again. <laughs> Are you losing? You losing? Right uh, out. Yeah. Losing volume over yeah. there. Bump that. You what got you got? It? Is that a? Is you that a? What is up with our mixer? Oh. Can you hear it? No, it's still out. It's out of the left. I'm gonna do a different one. All right, all right, all right. Oh, wait, that's I think you. It's the splitter. 
Okay. Still left, but hang on. Let's see here. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, there we go. The We're back. I lost the check one, back. two. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. What is that, a microphone amp? Uh, or a, a headphone, headphone amp? Headphone amp, yeah. yeah. It's a little piece of shit. We're going to have to... Uh, we're gonna have to upgrade here at some point. You'll get it, man. Yeah, we got uh, Israel from Broken Silence. Uh, like I said, he he was on a couple weeks ago. He's he's a tech guy. He's an audio guy. Sick. He went to uh, he went to school for all this shit. So he's gonna come by one of these days and you know, dog. You know what you right should direction. do because this. I mean, it sets this. I I wish the listeners could see this, and this goes into my point. Eventually, man, you guys got to get cameras. Mm-hmm. Oh, we will. This, I know you will. Oh, yeah. Dude, I just love how vibey it is right now because yeah. like, just between the lights, I'm just like, man, bro, I could just hang out here all yeah. night. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. It's exactly. a good time. And we got we got some shine here. Even. Yes. Sir. Are we doing this? <laughs> Come on. It's there's moonshine. Jesus Come Christ. Come on. It's Thursday, too. I just realized that one of the rare uh, Thursday uh, recordings that we're doing It's Thursday. Here. It's fine. No so. better time than now. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to... We're gonna, we're going to pour everybody a little moonshine. You guys, here. you guys hear me throw up over the mic. You know what happened. <laughs> Not this, baby. This is so good. Oh, you're going to be impressed by this. You'll I'm just saying because I'm a bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I wasn't saying anything about the whiskey. <laughs> you are going to love this. Go ahead. Grab grab each one of them there. I'll take this uh, Florida Gators one. Here we go. Oh, we go. Let's toast to Houston, man. Here, here's ah, to Houston. Here's to you, brother. Enjoy this. Enjoy it. Oh, that's so good. It's so good. Oh. I mean, there's like. That is good. Yeah. That's dangerously it's good. It's dangerous. Damn, the guy that who is made like an it, apple. The guy who made it, he said, uh, he said when, you, when, you, when you start drinking it, he says, uh, open it up, get you a shot, put it back down, wait a couple minutes, get you another <laughs> shot. <laughs> he says, but don't take three. Don't do three. Uh, okay. We've done three or four, oh, yeah. let, let, let eight or nine a few little, times. Let me give you guys a little <laughs> info on uh, moonshine here. So uh, if you go, if you go, what like clear? Clear is like what? A little over 180, 180 proof, something like that. It's it's, uh, it's up if, there. If you get if you get flavored shine, it's typically only around 50, 50 proof. So it's it's more like you can well, you that's kind of sip that. on it a little yeah. bit. Well, that's yeah. the that's the difference though. If you, I'm sorry. If you uh, if you go to a store and you buy. Like, I, I have some like store bought shine. Yeah, in there. that ain't shine. Yeah, that ain't old smoky and shit. <laughs> this is, this is, like the one eighty proof shit. Yeah, mixed with you know to make the applesauce. So I won't apple go juice, completely so. blind. No, no, just no not, <laughs> completely, not completely. Just not a, completely. Just a just little. Really, really blurry. <laughs> yeah, like flavored shine. You shouldn't be able to light it on fire. Gotcha. Yeah. Not yeah. jet fuel. Not yeah. jet fuel. <laughs> got it. Got it. Got so it. is I always wondered this. Is your is your First name is that your given name, Houston? Okay, I had to, I was wondering the same okay. thing. <laughs> okay, ma'am, look, I've got a story for this, but it has to. It follows a song. All right. So you want to do a song? Okay, yeah. You want to do a song? Let's. Uh, I keep we keep running into stories, and I'm like, dude, I have a song for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got you a cable right there. Got him, um, oh, you're already plugged in. All right, let me uh, turn you on here. Make sure. Turn me on. You bro. got sound. <laughs> Houston, you can throw it over your mic if you want. Okay, cool, man. Yeah. Trying to get the cables right. There you go. How's that sound? That sound all right Sounds to you? Sounds beautiful. Yeah. Right. Let's do it. Let's do it. What do you got for us? So 
to check it out, right? So everywhere I go, everywhere I go, including Walmarts, friends' houses, parking lots, certain job applications, I carry around some big ass signs, my big ass name on it, right? It says Houston <laughs> Keen, Houston Keen, right across the top. Hell yeah! Right? Yeah. So out in Texas, out in Texas, you know they they saw my name is Houston Keen, and they're like, "Oh, your name's Houston. Are you are you from Houston?" And I'm like, "No, I I'm from I'm from Florida." Uh, home of Walt Disney World and Casey Anthony. So, you know, <laughs> oh! and so anyway, and, and so there were always three essential questions, which was one of your questions. The first question is always, hey, man, is your real name Houston Keen? Now, look, I don't know why this is always a question. Works great as a personal <laughs> name and a professional name. I use it every day. The second question following that, especially in Texas, and for the listeners that don't know who Robert Earl Keen is, he's the grandfather of country music in Texas. <laughs> Big deal out there. They always ask, they say, so your name is really Houston Keen. You sing, you play, you seem young enough. I have to ask, man, are you are you are you related to Robert Earl Keen? And I, I'm not a liar. I don't I don't lie to anybody, but Hell yeah. you know, we hang out every holiday, <laughs> so it's like, what am I gonna say? <laughs> he cooks a mean Thanksgiving dinner. It's <laughs> tough for me. And so, and then the last question is always, "Hey, man, so you seem young and kind of talented, and 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 if you had a better haircut, you could probably be on TV." I, I, <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. Why are you in? Why are you in the middle of Texas? Why, why are you not in Nashville, Tennessee? As a question I always got, and and the truth is, is uh, I don't, I don't wear enough makeup or tight enough pants, and, and so I can't <laughs> live there. But anyway, uh, this next song is an original of mine uh, for the record man up in Nashville, Tennessee. This is called Sam I Am. I got cameras all around me. They're just trying to catch a glimpse of the money I didn't take. And how it never made much sense With a face like that at only 25 We can make you something great We can box you up and ship you out And hope you sell out the first week Last well, shook hands with the devil And he said it's simple as selling A few cheap dreams to eager eyes And what we take, we just won't tell them Sam, I am, it's a masquerade To sell your dream before the end of the day With the right words, we could tell you anything So anyway, it's just part of Sam I Am, yeah. man, man, you know? It's like I got cameras all around me, and they're all uh, wondering why I didn't take the money, you know? And it's like, because I couldn't sell out, you know? <laughs> Shook hands with the devil. Anyway, yeah, so when you brought up, you brought, is that your real name? I was like, oh, God, I have to explain it to him, too. <laughs> so anyway, that's why that's why I went into the story, man. Houston Keen, baby. That was amazing, bro. Yeah, I yeah. love that. More to come. I love it. Man. <clears throat> Nice man, nice. But this yeah, is yeah. this is dope, dude. I'm I'm so excited to be here, and this is this We're is cool. You know, it's weird, man. It's like I've done, like I said, I've done two or three podcasts before, but it's always just kind of been like a really um. They were good. They were cool. They were cool yeah. people. I, some of my friends, you know. But it's just a matter of like it was never this. Yeah. Like yeah. this right here. That this gives me two feelings. It's one. I'm gonna get a bunch of microphones and podcasting stuff. Which, by the way, <laughs> I love these stands you got here. Yeah. I'm gonna get a bunch of podcasting stuff, and we're gonna get together with my buddies, and we're gonna be like, you know, we're gonna we're gonna do a podcast and secondly i kind of want to summon the devil because you've got some nice lights here and it's <laughs> this seems like a good seance kind of feel you Hell know yes some no, light don't yes. get me started oh god don't get me started. oh god you're okay. gonna scare cody <laughs> don't can, get we me started. can we involve the devil <laughs> no 
<laughs> Nick, I'm out of here. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> so, do you have uh, where where are you playing uh, next? Uh, don't ask me that, man. No. I don't. I don't I know have a calendar. In nothing. Front of nothing. You're, you're playing in High Springs at the New Brewery tomorrow night. That's right. That's and why I asked that question right I there. I'm playing at High Springs tomorrow. It's gonna be a good time, man. Uh, it's first time at the at the at the High Springs Brewery. Yeah. Um, it's just a cool spot. I played. They're brand new. They just are they opened. New? Okay. They just opened. You know what I love is there's a there there seems to be some kind of development in the craft beer thing. I know Gainesville's yeah. always had it with Swamphead, oh, but yeah. it's like now you've got it kind of spreading out a little bit. It's yeah, pretty it's getting nice. into a lot of these little smaller towns too, like High Springs. It doesn't sure. have a ton of shit in High Springs, but sure. you know this is going to definitely generate some business and get some traffic going out that way. I tell you what, I missed more than I missed two things more than anything when I was living in Texas. Publix, 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 pubs ups, <laughs> yes. pubs ups. Every time I cross the state line, I'm like pubs ups right there. <laughs> and, then, and then secondly was Swamphead beers. Yeah, yeah. something about Stump Knocker and Big Nose, bruh. Those have been mouth. featured on this show a couple of times. Ah. Okay, okay, so you like the pub subs. You like the pub subs. Have you ever eaten at Hogan's? Oh, dog. I love the bu- the bomb bu- the what is it? The bomb bomb shelter? Yeah. Or the bunker? Yeah, is yeah, that the what bunker, it is? Yeah. The bunker. The bunker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, dude I love Hogan's. Whenever I moved away from Florida, that's all I wanted was so a fucking about, Hogan's and, sub. And Cody, where did you where did you move Fuck to? Kentucky. <laughs> Kentucky. <laughs> Kentucky can suck my balls. What part of Kentucky? Ashland, Kentucky, bro. <laughs> That's Dude, not important. There I don't was know a, it there is. Raceland, Kentucky. There's a one stoplight town. <laughs> Cody hates Kentucky. I hate it. I hate so, it. So, uh, the the good people of Kentucky, I, you know, forgive We're sorry. us. Sorry, those people forgive can suck us. it. You're good people. <laughs> <laughs> Cheating bastards. Nine teeth total, but good people. <laughs> I'd like to thank our sponsors, Crystal Meth. <laughs> This is all the pillbillies out there. <laughs> pillbillies, I have not heard oh, that. That's, that's pretty good. That's a good song. Yeah, actually. I'm gonna write yeah. that down. Write it down. Write, write it down. down. Pillbillies. So I, I want to know how did shit. you? What is, what is the rockabilly? What is that? So okay, man. So here's here's the problem. Right, hold on. Let me let, let me write down pillbillies really quick. Don't. <laughs> No, but anyone listening to this, don't steal that. That's mine now. Right, let me tell you what a pillbilly is before you go to it. Okay. A pillbilly is somebody from like West Virginia, up north in the mountains and the hills, whatever. Okay. Uh, they used to come down to Florida and get these giant scripts of, you know, like 150 Vicodin. Nice. Vicodin? Vicodin. 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 And then they'd pick them back up north. What and then the they, used to, they used to try to catch them in between on their drive, and they called them pillbillies. No shit. Yeah, that's, that, was the, that was the modern day. Well, now that I know that, I'm going to write a song about that. Yeah. Like the moonshine of pills. <laughs> <The> moon- <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly what they were doing. Beautiful. I can't wait. Holy I can't. Shit. I want you to write that song when you when you're ready with it, though. We're, we should debut it right here. <laughs> right here. <That's> <laughs> well, I'm Billy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a pill Billy. Yeah. That's great. I've never heard that term, but that's Me damn either. good. It, that is pretty epic. That's I love it. Good. So <laughs> rockabilly. What is it? Okay, man. So here's the deal, right? So I, I, I. I got so sick because a lot of people would come up to me and they're like, "Oh, you you're a country artist. You're you're a country singer." And I'm well, like, "Well, yeah. here's here's the issue, right? Is that country singer now doesn't mean what country singer was when Willie Nelson was a country singer, God right? Damn right. Of course, right. God and so I'm right. like, "Well, I I I I sing 
I sing kind of country songs, but they're not about beer and pickup trucks. Yeah. And so it's like people are like, you know, like, well, I'm I'm I'm, I'm like a rock and roll. Like if you went to if you went to my show and I said you were a country, sh- I was a country show, they'd be pissed because they're like, this is a rock and roll show. But if right. you went to a rock, <laughs> if you were coming to me and I said I was a rock and roll show, you know, this is bullshit because you're a country show. So <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna just stick in the middle and be like, well, if you like both, I got a banjo in the back and a lead guitar. So. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just think you have a very unique sound. Ah, yeah, like your your vocals almost sound a little Garthy. Yeah, and I love that. You know, like people, no one does that. Blame no. it all on my. Yeah, but, but, <laughs> but it is, it's more like the wildness of Garth Brooks. Sure. You know, whenever he gets real, real wildness, like dude, he's about to tear some shit up. That dude is. I love that, it. That dude is hiding bodies in his fields. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> he just looks a little too creepy in the eyes. <laughs> I mean, he's Gainesville famous for sure. Oh, nice. Oh man, he's famous everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. He what? sold out the swamp. He was the first person to sell out the swamp, was he not? I, I thought he played at O'Connell Center. He, or no, maybe, he no, played he, at the, yeah, he the played swamp. The swamp. The stadium, oh, no and filled shit. the whole thing. I think it was max capacity and then, then some. Yeah, motherfuckers so. getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> and that, yeah, it was like a stadium tour or something. You just Dude, went around and did a bunch huge, of stadiums like that. Deal. Did you see he was boring. doing a, a, a dive bar tour? Yeah. What? Uh, yeah, he was doing like a dive bar he's, tour. He's, he's coming near here. I don't know exactly where. Uh Shit, I'll have to fucking. Look the, it up. The, I'm sure he already has freaking other people playing with him. Man. He's probably playing in Palaka. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to say it's like like Sanford That's or something. Terrible. Maybe? That's some bullshit town. Some, yeah, some, somewhere so like that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> God damn it! I always forget oh, to turn that. Oh, there you stop. go. Fuck. I always forget to turn that off. Fucking up. Christ. That was Nick's fault. Just so everybody knows. I'm getting a beer. Oh, the birdo. Hey, man. Yeah, do you mind? Yeah, man. Uh, I'll take a Sam Adams. They're pretty good. Those are, those are actually pretty good. I, I don't, I don't, I don't generally. Uh, I legit thought they were uh, like that, but that's pretty good. I thought they were Sierra Nevada there for a minute. I, I've actually enjoyed a little bit of beer here and there since I've quit smoking. Oh um, yeah, you know. So that's been. Well, that's good you quit smoking. Nice. I was going to ask you for a cigarette, but I'm glad you don't. <laughs> save you and me both the trouble. <laughs> I won't tell you that. Uh, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> you don't got to tell me. Don't tell me. I, I was going to tell you. Never mind. Yeah. It's a pretty good story, Dick. It's a pretty good story. No, well, no, it's been, it's been, uh, yeah, it's been, today is day 62. So. Wow. So we're kind of yeah. over the hump. Good, uh, good. Which is awesome. But, um, oh, tell them that story about. What I, happened today? Yeah, I like that oh one. Oh, my God. I like this story. It's funny as fuck, dude. <sighs> fuck. <laughs> so I went out today, and I uh, I, had a, I had a doctor's appointment because I went a few months ago, and I, you know, some high numbers. He says, oh, you know what? You got to quit smoking. And I'm like, well, we'll see. Okay. He said, I want to see you in six months. I said, okay. I can't promise that I'll quit smoking. Well, got a cold, quit smoking, ended up. I just quit. Keep going. You know? Yeah. It was like, hey, well, yeah. we're, we're rolling. Uh, the kids the kids were really, you know, a motivation behind that. Good. Uh, Being a hero. Good. And so I was like, oh, we're just going to roll with it. And I went, I had my follow-up today, and I was all, you know what? I'm kind of jazzed because this is going to be cool. I'm going to go in there, and this guy's going to be like, well, fucking A. <laughs> not, not only are you healthier, but your cock is bigger, <laughs> too. You. <laughs> 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 because because I would bet you fucking money that that guy was thinking there is no way that this asshole quit smoking. I've seen this guy for too long. 
he's gonna never fucking never. quit. Yeah. And so I was I was pretty stoked to walk in there and be like, All right, yeah, yeah quit. Fuck you. Two yeah. months. <laughs> what sure. motherfucker? Hell yeah. Um and on the way there, I'm, I'm kind of hungry. I pull into the Arby's. And, uh, <laughs> okay. I, I love Arby's. What did I, I say? Hey, man. Beef and cheddar. Just beef, yeah. Oh, my God. What's their slogan? We have the, the beefs. Beef. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Okay. Got it. Um, bum, bum, bum. So I go in, and I I, I, I go through the drive through get my beef and cheddar, and I, I'm pulling away, and I... Open up my sandwich. I'm all excited, and there's no cheddar on it. Oh well, uh, no! I don't want just fucking beef. Like, <laughs> fuck, fuck that. is that? Yeah. So I just circle back around, and I go inside. I'm like, "Hey, man, uh, they left the cheese off." And he hands me. He says, "Oh, here you go, man. You're just a double." Okay. Okay. It's <laughs> a good sub. <laughs> so I go out to the truck, and I open up the sandwich, and it looks like. Somebody had just exploded oh, fucking cheese. All it, it was everywhere. <laughs> like when, I got a fucking beard, you know. I'm on my way to an appointment. Like good, this is, good. you know, I and I'm I'm because since I've quit smoking, my temper is is, is all out of whack. Uh-huh. So I see this, I get fucking irate. I see, <laughs> <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> I I get so mad. I take the sandwich and I throw it out my fucking truck. And somehow I slung it around backwards some and it wound up on my truck. Wow. <laughs> dripping down the just so now I have Arby's cheese. Good. Good. <laughs> and there are a few things that will humble you faster. <laughs> Then, then looking at Arby's cheese dripping down your fucking truck that you put there because you can't handle your You're shit. shit. Yeah. I, I can just see Nick now freaking out, hanging out the truck. This isn't what I fucking ordered. Throws it out the window, smacks his own fucking oh. truck. It, it it's like the equivalent of like punching yourself in the balls. Kind of, you know, right, right. And because uh, it sticks on there. Yeah, nothing yeah. you could do. It, nothing. And, and so, did you? Did you did you drive to the doctors like that? <laughs> well, okay. First, I'm waiting. For some reason, okay. I thought it might be a good idea to roll the window down. <laughs> it's covered in cheese. So, <laughs> okay. so now I've smeared the cheese and really, <laughs> no. really spread it out. I got a nice, nice thin sheet of cheese over my window, and. Um, I, I had to drive to the fucking doctors that way. So I go to the doctor and it's, you know, we're in sunny Florida here. So thin layer of cheese, oh, no. sunny Florida. I have a doctor's appointment. I'm going to be in there 30 minutes, you know, talking to the guy. I go in there and I, I'm talking to the nurse and I, she, she you know, what's new? Yeah. Well, I, I quit smoking and she says, well, that's good. I, is it? Though is, is it, it really? Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Have, oh, have you, you quit smoking? I got cheese on my fucking <laughs> truck out there because, because I can't handle it. Is it really a good fucking thing? Because I'm I'm really second guessing it, and uh, <laughs> I'm second guessing it. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, I I came out and it was raining. Okay, um, that's a plus. You know, well, it, it started to wash the cheese off the window, but and then it. it you know, it's it's still Arby's cheese, yeah, so it's course. not really, you know. So it just sort of pooled 
<laughs> at like the base of the window. It was that was good times. I'm slightly turned on and wow. hungry. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same. I'm always that way though. So <laughs> it never ends. You're 25. Yeah. That's how it is. So you just always want Taco Bell or to fuck something. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's tough. Yeah. Do you, do you have to just like beat the chicks off with a bat? Oh, like, oh, I mean, a good looking oh. man like yourself. No. Houston oh, man. Oh. oh, man. I'm a Christian. I, I go home <laughs> immediately after every show and, uh, Read the Bible. Yeah. I, I don't know. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, let's get another shot of that damn. Let's do you it. You want some more of that moonshine? Yeah. Let's, let's do, do this. another one. That's of these. all I can think about. Let's do another one of these. Blowing his mind with this yeah. delicious. Well, bring, bring him around. Bring him here. I'm just going to pour myself. Oh, shit. See? <laughs> I'm just making all kinds of mess. You might want to watch them stickers there. Porchville podcast stickers that just came in today from stickerguy.com. I got them on a guitar case, awesome. bro. Hell yeah. About to happen. So we're, we're going to be sending those out. If you want one, let me know. Send me a message. I will fucking get you one. Nice. One way or another. Drop it in the mail. I'll even pay for the stamp. Fuck it. And, in fact, uh, after we do this shot, which I know I'm going to forget probably, but I have a I have a marketing solution to spread to all the musicians out here that are listening uh, that have to do not necessarily with stickers, but we'll, we'll get to it. Hold on, hold on, Nick. I got cheers to the Porchville. I'm about to spill. Sorry, Porchville podcast. Porchville podcast. The Porchville pod. Let's do this. Hells cheers, yes, gentlemen. Hell's yes. Damn, that's good moonshine. Yeah, mm. I, I just spilled half of that on my dick, I think. Ooh. Mm. Katie! Let's soak it up. <laughs> Easy. God damn. <laughs> oh, Motherfucker. <laughs> oh, my so, goodness. So, I, I've i been doing some graphic design work or whatever, mm. and like I've got a few musicians that have some stickers, and i got some stickers and shit, but here's here's the ticket, right? Like, And I've had a bunch of musicians comment on this. So if there's any musicians listening, I just want to give you a, kind of an idea, man, of what you could do. So check it out, right? Here, here, here it is. Lay it on me. So for the past few years, what I've been doing, man, is I'll go out to Walmart and I'll get a hundred pack of blank CDs and I will, I will get a, the little paper, um, CD holders or whatever. And then, you know, I got a printer and a computer at home. So what mm -hmm. I've done is on my graphic design program is I've, I've laid out these templates that perfectly fit the, uh, CD case. Right. And so what I do is I make two different versions. The, the back version, actually, I have a CD for you. I totally forgot, but I, it's in my truck. It's in my truck. So I'll get awesome. it. But regardless. So, yes. so, so. So in the back of the CD, I have all the song names and I have like all my social media stuff, like whatever, follow me, here you go, here you go, here you go. And then on the front, I have all my upcoming shows. I have like, you know what I'm saying? Like I just list them out like November 17th, I'm in High Springs, November 18th, I'm in Gainesville, whatever, whatever. And yeah. like, dude, you, you do that, right? So it's like, think about this, musicians, is you have a blank CD and you burn all your originals to it. And then on the front of it, you have this perfectly formatted piece of paper that has all your all your sh upcoming shows on the back you have all the songs and all the social media information to get in touch with you right and then and then you hand those motherfuckers out for free for mm -hmm. free because yes. there's two things that are going to happen you're going to you're going to get a return on investment by like 3 400% because people always will tip you either a dollar or 5 dollars or 10 dollars sometimes man i've gotten 20s and 50s and 100s and here from from one CD and it's all about generosity it's all yeah. about going hey man what's your name uh, my name's 
Houston. It's very nice to meet you. Listen, I really appreciate you listening. I want you to have the CD. It's uh, it's all my originals and stuff. Even if you don't have a CD player, they work great as coasters and frisbees. My dog, <laughs> my dog likes to chew on them. They're very versatile. So take one, and it has all my upcoming shows on it. Man, I hope to see you around, dude. What was your name again? Thank. You. Hey, man, it's great. It's great. And that's how you do it, man. And you hand these bitches out for free, right? And dude, I've handed out like probably like over in my lifetime, probably like five thousand CDs of my Jeez. music Damn. for Christ. free. For free, I sling them like a ninja. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, and I always get tips, so I always get paid. And it only takes thirty-three cent. I've done the math. It takes thirty-three cent per CD to make with paper, ink, CD, everything. Thirty-three cent a piece. So you you take three CDs. That's a dollar. So if you get five bucks for one CD, well, you've you've already. Houston King yeah. laying down the knowledge. Shit. That's how you do it, man. And so, yeah. and, and I've had people, I've had people come back. Two things have happened. I've had people come back to shows because they go, "Hey, man, I saw you were playing over here. I live over here. Like I'm playing here. Like because like I had the upcoming shows." And then the second thing that happens is I've had people come up to me and they go, "Hey, man, I don't even really fucking like your music, but listen, I have this this spot." between home and work where I don't have any service and your CD is the only CD I own (laughs) because it's 2019 and they will spit me my entire song back to me because they know it because that's all they listen to because that's all they can listen to yeah yeah they're like dude my phone dies or I have no service your CD goes and I'm like fucking right hey I'll take it that's the way it is dude we we, uh we drove to uh it was a it was a strip club called the Gold Club. <laughs> um, it, I think it was in South Carolina, North Carolina, one of those. It was in one of the Carolinas. Much love to the Gold Club folks up there. This was back with uh, Hollow Days. My buddy Dave, Joe, and uh, this Luke was Luke was on the drums, and we drove all the way to this fucking club. It was like in six eight hour drive or something like that. We had one tape with one song. The radio didn't work, wow. and we had no other tapes, no CD player, and it was <laughs> it was Rage Against the Machine, oh. uh, Bullet in the Head. Oh, winning! Well, that's Fuck. not terrible. Both ways, that was it. You'd think we would have stopped and got gotten a tape somewhere, somewhere, else, but but no, we stopped by a Walmart, song, and got a, oh, Jesus. a five dollar bin CD. <laughs> yeah, let's go get a Skinner's Greatest Hits or well, something. But no, we one song so. Still can't listen to it. Going to that, you know, it's funny, man. Is is people that aren't musicians, they they kind of like they come to me and they're like, "Well, I don't, I don't get it. Like, how do you make? Do you like sell songs and like do you sell music and that's how you make your money?" And mm. I'm like, "Dude, when, when, when is the last <laughs> time that you bought a song? Right? You you've <laughs> right. been streaming shit <laughs> yeah. since 2012. Right. So you right. need to stop bullshitting me. Yeah. Like, so I was like, no one's buying music, man. So yeah. like the the way to make the money." Is through merch yep. and through concerts and yep. and and concert. You have to sell your music. <clears throat> well, you have to sell the mu- you have to sell the I- the brand. Yeah, the idea exactly. You have to sell. I mean, look at this dude, like Billie Eilish or whatever Eilish, Eilish. whatever, yeah. whatever. Eilish. Yeah, yeah, I love her. She's great. Anyway, yeah. whatever. But but the thing <laughs> is, is whatever. So, so the thing is, man, is like she's probably sold plenty of songs, like monetary wise. But I guarantee, goddamn to you. It's like if you have a career like Michael Jackson, right? Mm-hmm. Who who before streaming, it's like think about Thriller. Thriller is the number one most sold song in the world. Yeah. Still. 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 That's what I was wondering. Still. 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 
crazy. It's the number and, and it's only it's gonna stay there because no one's fucking buying music anymore. Mm-mm. It's because here's the thing, everyone's streaming it. Now there may be there may be a song that's like number one streamed in the world, yeah. but there's never gonna be one that's like, Hey, thriller, that motherfucker made that dude like eight million dollars. Yeah. That oh, one song. I bet it made yep. him more money. Oh, I'm sure oh, it yeah. did, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. Have you seen Neverland? <laughs> Oh my god! Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that shit's crazy. It really is. And but you're you're a hundred percent right. It's all about you know the uh, the brand and 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 you're selling the the package, which goes back to what we're talking about making making it an event. Of course, you know each time you go That's out right. there. And it's a brand, man. You know, and and I hate to say it, dude, but it's like okay. And this is I don't even fucking know who was the headliner, so it doesn't really matter. But I was at High Dive the other day. I was supporting my boys uh, Zach Petty and Noah Allen, and they were they were the openers for this uh, Nashville guy, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And I I walked out of the club. I'm gonna get in trouble for saying this. No, I, I walked out <laughs> of the club. I walked out of the club, and I saw this. I saw the headliner, and he was surrounded by a bunch of blondes, you know. And they mm-hmm. were doing an interview with him, like over the iPhone and they were like, you know, trying to make him look spiffy. Yeah. And I and I was sitting there and I was smoking a cigarette and I was like looking at him and I was like, you know what, man? This guy is such a fucking phony, man. And I, <laughs> I, hate, to say, I hate to say that, but it's true. No. Because like I gar- guarantee goddamn to you if I if I went up there and I saw him play, I would go, I could do that. Yeah. For sure. You yeah. know what I mean? Like there's no difference yep. between me and him except 14,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah. And yeah. and the only reason he has that many followers is because he has a six pack and he's, <laughs> and he's cut. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's all about the look. Uh-huh. And now. No, That's right. Look, it's all about the look. It is all about the look. But here's here's another aspect to that is I'm not I'm not out there trying to make get a six pack. I'm not out there right. trying to to write the, the perfect radio song. I, I'm not because a lot of bullshit in Nashville and in Austin, a, less in Austin, but but. But more, a lot of bullshit around the music industry is the fact that they're like, look, kid, we're going to need you to sing this song. We need you to sing it this way. We need you to do this. And we right. need you to wear this and, yep. and, and work out and do that. You know, and look, man, I get it, man, because I love, you know, I love being in shape. That's great, man. It's a good time. I've lost a lot of weight. That's awesome. But the thing is, dude, is like, fuck all that. <laughs> I would much rather be like a scruffy looking dude that has real things to say. That's yeah. right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's, really there's some guys out there nowadays. Uh. Cody Jinks, Cody Jinks is one great. of them. I love that fucking guy. Turnpike Troubadour. Oh my There's God. a bunch of, man, out there in Texas, he's huge. And, yeah. it, and it's a lot of that red dirt stuff. Yeah. 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 It, it, and, and I love the fact that that's sort of, you know, coming up, you know, these days. I mean, in, in I think it's led in a lot of ways by, by guys like Staples and Jamie Johnson. You know, he was doing it before. Uh, he's been around for a lot longer uh, uh, popularity-wise, of course. I, I guess. But... Um, you know, do you know Sturgill Simpson? Oh, I love Sturgill. Uh, Sturgill's man. great, right? It's fucking awesome. Awesome. You like Isbel? Jason Isbel? Ooh, I've looked that one. We'll up. have to get you into it. Yeah. Okay, we'll get you. Oh, into yeah, it. we'll get you. But I grew up. I, the, the first record I ever listened <clears throat> to was was Charlie Daniels Band. Really? The first record I ever what a put badass. on. And, That's uh, dope, man. I was maybe five. You know, the first time I listened to that record, really? and I grew up listening to. You know, listen to some of the greats, Leonard Skinner, you know, and all that shit. Uh, they grew Hank, up in the perfect time. Oh, man. Yeah. Hank and Waylon and Willie and, you know, all those fucking guys. And so I've I've seen the evolution from the early 80s, you right. know, um, into what it is now with 
like Florida Georgia line kind I don't, of stuff. Yeah, like for the, sure. Hey, they're fun, man. They, That's uh, all I, if yeah, anything, talking yeah. to the wrong guy. <laughs> I know, I know. But if if anything, their live shows are a good time. Okay, okay man. That. Look, I'll I'll I get that. it. I get it. Yeah, yeah, I get it. It's a fun it's, time. It, but in, in in what you're talking about is you're entertained. You're you entertained. Know, you're yes. going to a show. Exactly. It's entertainment. But you're probably not moved. You know. You're no, probably prob- not. Yeah. Absolutely oh, not. That that Absolutely is not. fucking it right there. You know that the is right. You're probably not moved. moved. The the That's the brilliant. best concerts I've ever been to have felt like a full like church yes. experience. Where that's, you're like, that's Holy how the shit. Stapleton show yeah. was. Yeah. When I saw that, I, I reposted a video the other day where he did that song "Fire Away," I which is one of my favorites that he does, and the crowd was so into it. He 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 said something about uh, man, I'm having a hard time hearing up here, hearing myself up here uh-huh. because you guys are so, so loud. loud. It's awesome. And he said, "Let's do this. Let's do it one more time." I want everybody to turn on your uh, turn on your phone lights, and I want everybody to sing this chorus one last time. And he did, and I turned mine on. Of course, I I turned around and started videoing video the entire place, and it, it, just, it was incredible. I mean, everybody had I don't know twenty thousand people filming that fucking thing, of course. and Sick. every single one of them is singing this guy's song. You know, and it was it was beautiful. I mean, it, we were all sharing that moment and it was i mean it was fucking moving it was a, like a religious experience of course you know? you know what's funny man is i um my buddy tj he he turned me on to stapleton right mm-hmm. and the way that he did it is uh he had he has that song uh whiskey and you oh yeah and uh which tim mcgraw Love did it. the thing but but, but but stapleton kills it is that and a mcgraw song it is a tim mcgraw song oh, yeah. Sure. I, yeah i was never much into tim McGraw. me either i like the hits you know yeah. back in the days we okay it. you know yeah. but White t shirt on black Anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He Whatever. still sings like that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. But 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 TJ uh TJ showed me them and then like literally two years later, Stapleton blew up yeah. with Tennessee Whiskey. Yeah. Which isn't even his fucking song. No, and he's no. so, good, so goddamn no. good as a songwriter. Yep. I'm I'm like, dude, that like you could have. I mean, he's he's had hits that are his songs. Yeah. But I'm just saying. But I'm he's just also like, put out a lot of songs. Like, well, for other people, he, for, he's he's written tons of shit for other people. He's been around for for years, and then just, well, you know what? I might as well do this for myself. Me and uh, I can't imagine sitting on that kind of talent and just being like, eh, maybe I'll maybe I'll do this. <laughs> For real, he looks like he's out of a Leonard Skinner cover band, yes. though. <laughs> like for real, yes, complete with a turquoise and shit. You know, yeah, you're a hundred percent right. Yeah. And then he opens his mouth and he starts singing like that, you're and like, you're just God. like, oh, what the fuck? For sure, you know. Um, I I actually did a Stapleton karaoke song one night, and I I was able to pull it off fairly well. Um, and. I don't think that I have ever had more people come up to me at a karaoke bar just being able to even get in the neighborhood of what that guy's uh-huh, doing. Uh-huh. There were women were just like, oh my God. It was like, whoa, <laughs> this is fucking a little weird. You know? Hand me my sure. stick. We're just doing karaoke. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. For fuck's sake. Like, I've been on stage hundreds of times and haven't received that kind of reaction. It is what it is, man. You sing Tennessee whiskey in a bar once. And oh, it depends Jesus. on what Applebee's you're in, but. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to need these panties. Ah, oh. Crazy. That's those <laughs> those one dollar drinks. 
Yeah. And that song will play at my wedding. That hey. song will play at my wedding, just <laughs> FYI. That's it, man. That's it. I love it. I love it. I always get the request for either Tennessee Whiskey or Old Town Road. Those are the oh. two. And I don't know oh. either. So, <laughs> oh. Well, do you know Red Level? <laughs> I don't know that one. <laughs> Tennessee Whiskey is actually pretty easy. But, uh, yeah, chord-wise, but, but even singing for it, me, like... Well, you know what gets me, man? Every time I play out. it over the, every time I play it like as a, um, as like a song or the PA is like during a break or whatever mm-hmm. it is, I always play the David Allen Coe version, and people are like, "Did David Allen Coe do a cover?" Goddamn right, he's. I think, <laughs> I think he wrote it. I thought it was George Jones. George Jones wrote it. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. George Jones wrote it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But David Allen Coe definitely did, did a cover. Tennessee. Oh man. But the way that. he did it, the, the way possum. he did it was very yeah, George Jones, mm-hmm. dog. But the way that he the way that um um David Allen Coe does it is very it's not like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's very like laid back and yeah. it's kinda nice, you know. Like I love Stapleton's version. Yeah. But in the same token I love David Allen. David Allen Coe got a He's pretty, a great writer too. He, he got a pretty bad rap there after he did that whole uh really bad record. Well you know? David Allen Coe. You know what though? I, you I know what he had though? a lot of regrets about that one. You know what though? I'm sure you're right, but Coe is one of the best songwriters in the 100%, world. 100%. One of the best songwriters, man. Yeah. For real. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And he still goes out there with a damn like dime bag Daryl um, <laughs> electric and like does like sings it. He's covered in tattoos. He's got uh, long ass hair, and I'm just like, God damn, dude! Like, will you just chill out yeah. for a sec? And it, you know, it's got to be cool when you're when you have reached the level that you have a song that everybody will forever remember. Yeah, the, sure. Like that song, the the you never called me by my name. That's never not gonna be Darling. around, you know. Yeah, yes, yeah. Like it's just like that's that's got to be a pretty cool feeling. Like it's that guy be, is man. immortalized in fucking music. Well, it's like when Skinner wrote "Sweet Home Alabama," oh, right? Yeah, or "Freebird." Yeah. It's yeah. like I mean, yeah. it's like well, we're done. Yeah, we're, we've done nothing more. <laughs> we're good. Yeah. We're over it. Yeah, you could literally just go play for play "Freebird" for one whole set. For yeah. real. Yeah. Oh man. God damn it, the motherfuckers that yell Freeberg. I man, at the beginning of the show I mean, just before you even set up the microphone, you get it wired up and hooked in the XLR, it's like Freebird like, Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> Someone get this scrub out of here. For real. In the uh in Security. The, get him out. In the jacket for the Holiday C D we we give thanks to Mike Freebird Herschel. <laughs> Joe's Joe's younger brother Kay. and every single show ever and he was at pretty much every single initial show that we did for years because he also did our website and photography and all that stuff and every single show he would yell out freebird Every well, it's a habit. One. It's like Tourette's. That guy's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's a dick. Freebird. Yeah. If we were doing a show tonight and he, he was there, it. I promise you he would scream it. Uh, it, it it's fucking hilarious. He's played Guitar Hero one too many times. Ooh. <laughs> That is on Guitar Hero, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where that yeah. whole thing. Yeah. What's uh, what's what's your biggest influences? Uh, so, uh, man, I'm sure you've got just a 
It's hard to say, man, because check it out, right? Like, I I love, love, love hip-hop. That's, like, my go-to, right? Like, I love hip-hop, right? And so I'll even do, like, some Slim Shady, right? It's Mm -hmm. like, like, when I'll do Wonderwall, like, I'll cover Wonderwall, right? And it's like, maybe. And then we'll go into, like, a solo, right? It's like, palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy, these vomit on a sweater already, it's mom's spaghetti, whatever, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) And it's like, I'll go into it, and and that's great, and I love hip-hop, I'm pretty sure I've seen you do that one. Oh, yeah? I'm I'm, I'm way better at it I'm 99% sure I saw you do that. Way better at it now. But anyway, <laughs> whatever, whatever. So, like, so I'm huge in hip-hop, but, man, like, my my influences as far as who I listen to when I'm, when I'm like, trying to write, um, I like... I like a bunch of red dirt stuff, like uh, like weird bands. I like yeah. I like Turnpike Troubadours and uh, Ryan Adams, and uh, I like Jason Isbell, obviously. And uh, there's this dude out of Oklahoma, John Moreland. He writes the best songs, man. Um, and there's, I just basically and Bruce Springsteen, Bruce Springsteen, yeah. of course. He's and Americana, as of comes, course, bro. of course. You know that song Thunder Road. So the first oh, we were going yeah. back to the going back to the first records, right? Yeah. You were telling me about your first record. My first record was Born to Run by mm-hmm. Bruce Springsteen. And uh, I got obsessed with that record, man. And uh, Thunder Road is like my go-to. And so, um, but man, all the all the bands that basically here's here's what I've always been told as a musician, and I think I know why I write like this because I listen to these bands. I'm influenced by these bands so much. Is that I say too much in the song, like I have too many words in the verse mm. or something. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and I get that because like you listen to Springsteen, right? It's like the first, the first lyric of uh, Thunder Road is like, so the whole, the whole thing is like, it's like screen door slams, Mary's dress waves and like a vision. She dances across the porch as the radio plays. Now mm, there's yeah. a much simpler way of saying that, mm-hmm. but he felt the need to say all of that. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's when I put it into like, like some of my songs. Right. So like, it's like one of the, one of the new songs I wrote was like, um, well, there's not another soul I need to see tonight. So honey, cut the lights and lock the door behind you. Right. Which is like, there's an easier way to say that, but, sure. but I, I really like the way that I said that. Well, so I think, I, like, I think it provides some imagery too. It like does. You see it really it does. As yeah. you're, as you're singing it, as you're saying it, I think that that's, that that goes a long way for the connection, you know. For sure, and you know, I and I also think it's because I can't sing that well, so it's kind of like I just try to fill it up with a bunch of words to kind of like it's like here I'm just saying shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, is it one of those lines that like those people get into and they like when you hear it, you don't really know what they're saying, so like you autofill it in your brain? I guess. I mean, the way I, the way I sing it is like, <clears throat> "There's not another soul I need to see tonight, so honey. Cut the lights and lock the door behind you." Ooh. So it's. Ooh. Like, like, so it's like this guy's over here saying he can't sing. Really. Uh, no, 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 Jesus, you know what that does to me? Oh God! I'm over here going, well, what the fuck does that mean for me? I am terrible. You got a boner, bro? Fucking around. Can you can you see it across the table? Hey. Beautiful. That's great. So, so you know, but it's just a matter of like, it's it's a matter of like, I don't. I don't feel confident singing, so it's like I don't try to hold out notes, you mm-hmm. know. So I just try to like uh, I try to refrain from like big uh, soulful kind of choruses, right? So like my buddy T.J. Brown, he literally just gave me a song that was like uh, it's one that he wrote, man. And he's like, dude, I want you to go in the studio and record this. Like it would be great with you. And I'm like, dude, you're right. And I love the song. Like I'm obsessed with it, right? But it, like the way that he sings it and the way that I sing it are totally different because he's. A, 
an amazing singer. Like he's incredible. And I'm like, I can't, I can't do that. So like, if you could like, I'll dumb it down and like try it, you know what I mean? But like, man, he's, he's incredible, you know? And so it's like, I'm honored to sing his song. Cause I love the song. I've always been obsessed with the song. Mm-hmm. I think that's the industry, right? Everyone's, it trying, is, to, for everyone's sure. trying to help each other out. For like, sure. Hey, it's not working. Maybe this will work for you. Maybe yeah. it'll work for, yeah, exactly. And you know, I'll be honest, man. I mean, he could pull it off any day, but like the thing is, man, is like, I was so, I felt so grateful that he was like for free. Yeah. I mean, he's like, you know, we're buddies. I know this song means a lot to you. Like, I wrote this. Like, you know, and that and that goes back to what we were talking about, about, you know, I'm 25, right? And, like, my buddy TJ, he's, like, 32, and, like, he has a kid, and, like, he's been through a lot of shit, you know, and he's a musician. And, man, like, he, he could write a song. He writes songs. Dude, that motherfucker makes me look like a clown. Like, he is so <laughs> goddamn good, dude. And, like, I sit down with him, and I'm, like, shaking. I'm, like, intimidated because I'm, like, do I do I say the right words, man? <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? You know, and he is so good, dude. And the fact that I have one of his songs, I'm just, like, man. In fact, let me, let me just play it for you. Yeah. Yes, yeah, let's, let's do, let's do let's that. Do let's play it for you, man. Let's hear it. So like, so like, I come from a, I come from a um, broken family or whatever, and like, so this song is about his son, and uh, I was, dude, the first time I heard it, I was like almost crying. It was crazy. Wow. Watch me fuck it up. <laughs> Houston Keen with the this modesty. This song means so much. No, <laughs> fuck it up. Yeah, I love the tuning song. This is a European delicacy called tuning. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is a this is an original of T.J. Brown's. This is a called "Where My Heart's Supposed to Be." Size of Texas, where my heart's supposed to be. And even though I saw it coming, I'm still in misery. There's a real fine line between what's hers and mine, and she's got the best of me. Now I'm learning to live with a hole in the place where my heart's supposed to be. And it ain't easy waking up in this double bed alone. Sure as hell don't get no better when he calls me on the phone Saying, Dad, please come back Why'd you have to leave? And how am I supposed to live with a hole Where my heart's supposed to be? That's part of it, but man, that song. Dude, every, oh yeah, man. The time I heard, it, I was like, God damn, dude. Man. Yeah, it kills me, man. Golly, he's an amazing writer. That's I see great. how that could get a little emotional. Yeah, it's so <laughs> good, dude. It's so good. He's a great writer. I'm so jealous, man. I lived with him for like a year and a half there, and like, so it's so funny, man. It's like going going to T.J. Brown. By the way, it's like, so that motherfucker, man. He he hooked me up with my first gig, like over at uh, Raw Bar in Cedar Key. Like he mm-hmm. was like he was playing, you know, and he was a musician. He was already in the scene. He was playing and playing and playing and playing. He play at Raw Bar all the time. He's like, hey man, look, just come out and uh, sing with me, and you know we'll see we'll see how it goes. And if you're good, you know maybe maybe the owners will hire you or something. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. So I came out there, man, and I was singing with him and like. He hooked me up with the owners and like ever since I mean Raw Bar is like my home, man. The place it's is like, awesome, dude. It's it is. It yeah, is it's awesome. awesome. 
Big Deck Raw Bar in Cedar Key. Listeners, if you're <laughs> if you're looking for a place to drink, that's the spot to go. Cedar Key, oh, yeah. Big Deck Raw Bar. So the thing is, man, is like <laughs> big I Big Dick Raw Bar. Big Dick Raw Bar. <laughs> big Dick Raw Bar. No, Big Deck Raw Bar <laughs> is where to go, bro. I'm serious. Like the thing is, man, is it's like they I've had people call it the Big Dick for, before though. For real. For real. Dude, so the thing is though, man, is it's like I celebrate my birthday every year there, and it's just home to me. It is, and it's beautiful. And you know, TJ, man, I got—I have to thank him, man, for hooking me up with like that, and that kind of really kickstarted everything. Like from the time I was like 15 or 16 years old, you know, like it—it's it, just kind of crazy to think about. Does he? Does he still get out and play? You goddamn right, dude. Yeah. Every day, <laughs> like every weekend, man, he? he's out there. I'm actually so like I run a I run a social media. Yeah, sorry, wrong glass. <laughs> but is, is he? Is he? Um, is he trying to do what you're doing, or is he? Is, well, he's he's man. I'll be honest with you. Has he joined my ranks where he's just? Well, I'm happy whoa, just doing this. Whoa, you know. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> Not saying that. He's a little older than I am, but man, oh, yeah. he's got the right idea. Him yeah. and I are him and I are writing tomorrow, man. He's an incredible musician, and he's he's twice the musician of me. But man, I I, I just he's kind of a mentor. You yeah. know, it's good, man. He's a great guy and. Well, that's awesome though that, he's, that he that he wants to work with you and oh and, dude and, you know for sure and he's kind of like you that's know, sort of my question like is is he is he still one of these guys because I mean I've been there where where you get on that 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 line where it's like are we are we trying to do this or are, we, sure. are we trying to do the family thing or right a little bit of both what what are we doing and yeah. um I think it's I think it's pretty awesome like you know somebody like yourself you know he's he obviously sees a lot in you you know yeah. and uh giving you giving you a song like that and for uh, sure you know i think he probably did that because he, he's figuring well this this is going to get somewhere of course well with, you know with, with, and with i'm Houston, honored to have you know? that song man because it's, that song means a lot to me personally yeah. you know and, and and i couldn't have wrote that like i'm not mm -hmm. old enough to write that it's yeah. like i was telling him i was like dude it's like i i would love to i would love to write some songs like that but man i'm just not i'm not experienced enough <laughs> Okay. I want to make a toast here, man. I didn't know everybody poured one. I feel like a dick now. I want to make a toast here to uh, future success and staying true to yourself. Future Hells success. Hells yes. The third shot of uh, the third third shot of moonshine. So you guys can tell <coughs> I'm getting kind of fucked up. <laughs> you know what's so funny is I was telling my friends. One. I was telling my friends, I was like, this podcast I'm about to be on is different from any of the other ones because I'm about to get fucked up while I'm on this podcast. <laughs> you know what? That's That, that was sort of, and I, I know that uh, anybody listening, they're, they're probably like, oh, he's going to tell he's gonna tell the story again. But that's sort of why <laughs> this place came to be. That's why this podcast came to be like it was. Um, I was definitely interested in doing podcasts. Yeah. Cody was interested in doing a podcast. Absolutely. We got talking about it when we were hanging out on the porch one night. Dope. And it was a, uh, we should do it. And I said, well, that's really cool, man. But I've got like a hundred different interests. I love everything. Uh, you know, um, I've, I've been into uh, paranormal investigating for a long time. Nice. I've been into music for a long time. You know, um, I love true crime podcasts. Sick. Big fan of those. Um, and, you know... It, the wind blows and a new hobby comes along. I'm like, oh, I love that too. Yes, um, that's a good thing. And so, I'm telling Cody this, and I'm like, so I can't, I, I you know, I want to do it, but I just don't know what we should focus on. And he was like, we shouldn't focus on anything. 
That's a good point. That's hey, it that's right there. Goddamn right. <laughs> Fucking A, you're right. We get, ought to just you know. get hammered and yes. then talk a lot of shit. So we literally... Well, we do a lot of that. We, we, we literally <laughs> were good. just... The, the, the decision was... Let's do what we do and just put it on a fucking podcast yeah, because man. this is what we do. You know, well, I mean, that's the point of Por- so, Porchville, right? Yeah. Is that you're you're hanging out on the porch? Yeah, you're having good conversations. Yeah. We but because that's what you do on the porch, exactly. Right? You know what's so funny, man? Is like so I you know I lived in Austin, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's and, and it's great. Look, man, a lot of people, a lot of and anyone from a small town that's listening right now, like listen, I moved from a small town to to Austin, Texas. You fastest, moved from a really small one of the town. yeah to one of the fastest growing <laughs> cities in America, and that and that's great, man. That's awesome. Austin's awesome, and there's a lot of shit to do there. That's fun. But let me tell you something man there is nothing there is nothing better than hanging out with some friends that are very close to you and just drinking a little bit and hanging out listen man when i go home i'm hanging out with my buddy jeremiah and he's got a badass tree house and (laughs) i'm just like we're going out to the tree house (laughs) you know what i'm saying i love it that's a fucking podcast name right there i love it what's your podcast we're you know podcasting from the tree house the tree house man shit from the tree house i'm gonna look it up up and see if there's one called that And if not, that'll be my new there podcast. You there you go. There you go. The Nick, Treehouse Podcast. You got to climb up into the fucking podcast. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> For sure. Oh, man. But, you know, the, the, and I was, everybody that's listening, I was telling Nick, I was like, man, when I came out here and I saw the table and I saw the mics, I was like, bro, I've, I've, I've got to. I've got to do a podcast. <laughs> I've been talking about it for like a year now, but I haven't I haven't done it. Yet. I often wonder what exactly it is that, that people expect when they when they when when I call them and say, Hey, we're doing this podcast, come come out to the porch and hang out. Yeah. Because everybody that shows up, they're like, Oh. Oh. Wow. Oh, oh, this is legit. <laughs> this is different, oh. right? And, you know, and I was like, well, what'd you think? We we're just going to sit here talking into my cell phone? like ah, <laughs> voice memo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In hindsight, it may have been cheaper to do it that way, but fuck. Dude, what are we doing? We need to get back on the cell phone thing. <laughs> For sure. Get back to your voicemails. <laughs> oh, my God. No, we just, you know, it, it's all about having a good time. And... um. I've I've been I've been in love with broadcasting and stuff like that for for a long time, um, and this just seemed like a really cool way of fucking putting it out there, you know. Re- Why not? Regardless if everything's shit, we're still gonna have a good time. Well, yeah, for sure. Exactly. No, I'm having a great time, man. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, and and by the way, we are having uh, we're having a party. On the twenty first of December. Now I know. You're, are you inviting everybody I, I, on the podcast? We're inviting yes. everybody on the podcast. <laughs> We're inviting everybody, and what it is is we're we're inviting all of the guests. Okay. And and you know we're doing like a, a brief like you know little you know okay. follow up, and we're hanging out, we're having a good time, and it's it's our uh, it's our Christmas party, our year end New Year's party. Crescendo. It is a it's it's the twenty first of December, which I think is a Saturday. Okay. You know I know I know you I know you're working, you're playing, you know who knows you know so but hey what time all night long. No, what? Oh, I mean, what time does it start? Uh, just whenever. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. So even after the gig, I could just come by and just yeah. have some drinks. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. If everybody that came to the party had a mic, well, That'd if you if bad. you had enough inputs, you could just <laughs> you could just mic everybody. We, we, <laughs> could, we, we could get a bigger board. We yeah, need we mobile could. mics. I have a I doing? have a bigger board, man. Oh shit! We can do oh, it. Shit. We possible. can do it. I have a sixteen channel. Let's make it happen. <laughs> 
Yeah, the plan is, you know, we're going to set up, uh, maybe not here, because, you know, there's going to be a lot of people For hanging sure. out, milling around. For but, sure. But just bringing everybody in, you know, one at a time. Being like, hey, you were here, episode whatever. Whatever. You what's know, let's new? catch up, what's new, um, and all that good stuff. So that's going to be a good time, I think. It will be a good time. Fun, you say so. December? December 21st, I believe 21st. Well, I'll check my phone after the podcast because yeah, I'm whatever. not a delinquent. So, <laughs> <laughs> so where is? Do you think you'll you think you'll stick around here? You think you might go back out Austin well, or somewhere else? Here's or? here's the thing, man. Um, I I love Florida, man. My family's here. Yes, you know it's it's a great time. It's a great time. Mm-hmm. Now at the end, you know, whenever I. Whatever happens, if, if anything happens, I, I would like to go to Asheville, North Carolina, mm-hmm. <laughs> and die. But you know, the <laughs> you got, do you have history in Asheville? Not at all. No? But I, I love it there, man. I love the Smokies. Yeah, and, um, you know, it's just beautiful. It's gorgeous up there. It's beautiful, man. Gorgeous. I know you just got back from Atlanta. I was I was in Atlanta, and actually, um, one of the guys that was in the class that I was taking was from Asheville, okay. North Carolina. And, okay. Uh, it's not far from Atlanta at all. Yeah, no, yeah. He, he was uh, he was talking about how beautiful it is up there, and it of is. Course. It's gorgeous up that way. It is, so, man. so I mean, the plan right now, man. Here, here's the the master plan is to basically, um, you know, I, I I'm gonna live in Florida and I'm gonna stack cash and I'm gonna build the band. And we're gonna put out records and stuff, and and I'm hoping, I'm hoping, man. I mean, honestly, like let's look at it this way, guys. Like let's not. Let's not look at selling out the House of Blues mm-hmm. by 32 or 35. Let's look at what 28 looks like, okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm 25. I just turned 25. So it's like I got three years. What's the next three years look like? Well, the next three years looks like I'm building a band. I'm really getting them tight as a band. We're going on tours. We're putting out records, and we're putting out music videos and content constantly. And mm-hmm. I mean high-quality right. content. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like that kind of stuff right there. Like, look, it may not go viral. It may not get a million hits. But the thing is, is like if we continue to do that, I've seen bands do it. If you continue to do that and put out content, man, you will build a following. Right. Yeah. And especially if you're out there playing acoustic shows and you're doing like a big band show every once a month. I yeah. mean, dude, I'm a very social guy. Like, yeah. I, I, you know, and I, I try to... Like you said, I try to make everything an event or mm-hmm. a party or whatever, yeah. you know, and that's what you have to do, man. And a lot of cats don't understand that, but that's the absolute truth, man. Yep. You have to, you have to, um, you have to, <laughs> you have to make you the thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you do, you do. Well, you know? yeah. And that's where it goes back to building the brand, you know, I mean, and even, even your name, Houston Keen. I mean, that's, that's a, that's a great name that's a for a fucking awesome band, name, you know, dude. I mean, it really is. A lot of people say that. And I don't I mean, know why, awesome. but uh, even you know. even you know Porchville, Porchville podcast, you know it's it. it's all by design. For you know, sure, we sit here and we we sat here for two fucking days, going, what are we going to call this thing that at the moment nobody except for us give a shit about? Like it, it's not it's, is it that big of a deal? Yes, it is it's because a huge deal. it's it's developing our brand, That's you know. Right. And so I mean these stickers that we got, you know, I mean. That you can uh, send us a direct message on Facebook. Dun, 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 dun. We will, uh, <laughs> we'll get one to you. We'll get one to you. Hit me up. <laughs> um, you know, it, it is. It's about it's about building your fucking brand and, and getting that all out there. So, I mean, we got, you know, hopefully, hopefully big things in the in the in the future on the horizon i I think but it's all we're doing it all ourselves yeah but like houston's saying man it's like one of those things where if you if you stick to it 
and eventually people are going to be like, man, you know what? These guys are still yeah. we're still grinding. Yeah, we're sure. still grinding. Yeah. The, the people appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. When you so. have fans that appreciate what you do, man, it's it's even better, brother. Yeah. Because then then you're you're being selfless. You're doing it for other people. You're doing it's, sure. it's super good. Yeah. Man. You know what I think, man? Is I think that the bands that make it okay so the there's two there's two groups mm. right there's two two camps there's the there's a camp that gets famous at 18 and signs to the major re- record mm-hmm. label and you know that's great that's one percent that's the yeah. one thing that's the one percent and then there's the other band that like sells clubs and it's like they sell clubs and do 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 clubs get theaters and theaters and theaters and then it goes to arenas anyway and the way that and the way that happens man is they stick around yeah they don't break up right. they they yeah. continue to go under the same thing right and so like you know a lot of people have asked me they're like so are you just gonna are you just gonna go under houston keen and i'm like well yeah because listen if i lose a guitar player or a drummer it's still that's right houston keen yeah and if i have to go acoustic at some point well it's still houston keen and that's my real name and yeah. that's that's my stage name and so it's like that's mm-hmm. that is what it is, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it just makes good sense. For Houston sure, Houston Keen brings the fucking energy, bro. Yeah. Although I I oh, want to announce, yeah. I want to say it, I want to say it first on this podcast publicly. If I had any other band, I already have the band name. It would be called Pretty Bitchin. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty Bitchin. Houston right. Keen and Pretty Bitchin. Dude, that would be dope, right? <laughs> or it would just be like, I'd like to welcome to the stage. Pretty bitchin'. Pretty bitchin'. Yeah, dude. Isn't Pretty that bitchin'. dope? Sounds like I a like cool-ass punk name, I like right? it. Yeah. I, I like it. I don't know why, but I like it. Yeah. I kind of like it a lot. Pretty bitchin'. <laughs> Yo, because then they would come out and they'd be like, that band was uh, yeah, pretty, pretty bitchin'. Pretty bitchin'. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> that band pretty bitchin'? Yeah, it's pretty bitchin' yeah, in there, bitchin'. man. They were doing all right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> pretty bitchin'. When's the uh, when's when's the record gonna be done? Do you think? Man, any, any so projections? We're, we're we're sitting around. I thought I was gonna have it done by the birthday, but uh, I I'm assuming by December. Honestly, I'm assuming by December first. How's it How's it sounding? It sounds great, man. Yeah. Um, I will say it's very funky to listen to. So this record, it took. It took a year and a half to produce, right? Like, mm-hmm. as far as, like, just going in and doing studio sessions. And so it's funny because I've written a lot of these songs, like, two or three years back. Mm. So listening to some of the songs, I'm, like, cringing. Because yeah. I'm like, ah, yes. sucks, suck. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yep. But they're you. produced well, so I'm like, well, I'll deal with it. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. it is what it is. But, um, but man, there's, some, there's still some bangers on that record that I'm just like, I'll play every night. Where mm-hmm. I'm just like, I love this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, anyway, man, so... I, I'd like to say by December, and I'd hate to put a date on it because I producers tell me not to do that. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you know, I I already have the album art. I mean, everything is literally to the T, ready to launch. Yeah. I just have to get the files. So I am, I am excited right to hear it. Uh, honestly, I'm stoked, honestly, because I you know, knowing Stan and and all that stuff, I've 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 kind of watched you guys, you know, Facebook and stuff like that, For talking sure. about it and uh, and 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 doing work, you know. Um, and, and I've been sitting here going like, when, 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 out? you're not I've been the only hearing one. about it. So you're not the only I'm excited one. to finally hear it, dude. Me too, man. I'm excited to hear the whole product, you know, because I've been catching, I've been catching individual songs and it's mm-hmm. like, he kind of have obviously sent the best, the singles yeah. first, yeah. you know? And I was like, dude, if the rest of the record is this bitching, like it's going to be <laughs> great. You What's know the what style saying? of this album? It's very, uh, it's very rock and roll. It's very like, uh, it's like rockabilly, but it's, it's man, you know, it has a lot of those, 
like it has a lot of Brad Paisley guitar licks, but okay. yet it's very like my voice is very like raspy, so it automatically kind of makes it like rock in a way, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's like it it I don't know. In fact, hold on, man. I got one for you. Hey, hey here we go. What you gonna, what you playing for us today da, da, or tonight? Tonight. Right now. Right now. Right now. So going back, going back to our conversation earlier, right? Like we were talking about, um, we were we were talking about something about the bars and how is when I first started out or whatever mm-hmm. it may have been, right? So like, so I have this song, right? So like, check it out. So when I was fifteen or sixteen years old, I used to go to the bar and I would play until one or two a.m. and then I would wake up and I would go to junior year of high school the next day. But normally, whenever you're Whenever you're 15 or 16 and you're hanging out in bars, you're hanging out with people that are a little bit older than you because they have to get you into the bar. Mm-hmm. And But once you're on stage, they don't give a shit. They just pump you full of liquor and then they hope you <laughs> sing well. I mean, it's, that's the goddamn truth, dude. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've, I've been one of them. So, <laughs> so I used to... Whenever you're young, whenever you're 15 or 16 and you're drunk and it's a school night, and uh, you know whatever you you get behind a loud microphone and you say some things you say some things like hey man I am wasted and I am only <laughs> sixteen which is not the thing to say in most bars I've come to find out as yeah. an older man mm-hmm. so anyway I've been kicked out of bars from Florida Georgia Louisiana Mississippi Alabama <laughs> Texas North and South Carolina Tennessee. I, it was a fun time growing up, but regardless, um, this next song is an original of mine for all the bars that kicked me out over the years. Definitely their fault and not my fault, and maybe it was my fault, not their fault. I don't remember. <laughs> anyway, this next song is an original of mine called Bad Company about that. Well, we're all a little high on some shit town ball. The dark edge of town, I'm pumped out by the car We got our switchblade decisions The two big kids The back alley deals with the sound and leather skin they Don't mess around when it comes to getting paid They cut you to pieces like they do the cocaine Cause we are big company We got the sweetest drugs The smooth whiskey We're making gin in the Dub and love in the kitchen <laughs> Rock and roll music for the girls that want to listen We are big company yeah. Oh, yeah. And we ain't leaving here till we burn the place down Well the nickname is Sam and I'll run this town On stage is a shit show off. You give me the bottle, I'll give him a song and put the old back in country. Forget about the money and sing something that means something to me. Cause we are big company. We got the sweetest drugs, the smooth whiskey. We're making gin in the bathtub and love in the kitchen. Rock and roll music for the girls that want to listen. We are big. Company, yeah. And we ain't leaving here until we burn the place down. Well, the nickname is Sam, and I run this town. (laughs) 
That's what's up. Hell yeah. I yeah. love it, dude. Thanks, man. That's a badass song. <laughs> Jesus. Stan Martell that, made that <laughs> shit way better. <laughs> man, I, 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 I was so into that. I forgot where I was. I was hey. leaning back. The mic's way up here. and start talking. I'm like, oh, well, that's right. I got to talk to this microphone thing. <laughs> Holy shit. It's a that's good time. awesome, man. man. I love it. It's a good time. That is cool. So you just have a lot of fun on stage. Is that what you do? Is that, is uh, that your thing? <laughs> so I, so I have a, so I'm very quiet in person. I believe it or not, I know we're over a microphone never right now. Never in my life have I known that. I, I'm a real quiet person, and I'm a real quiet person. So like, it's funny whenever I get on stage. So here's the thing, man. Here, pass that, pass here's that shine over this way. Let's, let's, <laughs> we got about, uh, we got about roughly twenty minutes. Cool. So cool. So, so here's the thing, sure, man. You you want to you want a shot for the twenty minute mark? Yeah, why the not? twenty minute mark. <laughs> so, there's. I know this sounds crazy. You have you seen Fight Club? Uh, have I seen? Fight okay, Club? okay. Honestly, I just had to check. I had to check. I had to check. We don't so talk you about have, that. You have Edward Norton, and then you have Brad Pitt, right? And they're two. They're the same people, but two different personalities. And so, like, I used to work at this pawn shop. A cheers to that. Cheers, gentlemen. Cool. Cheers to the pawn shop. Mm. Juice of the pawn shop. Ugh. Mm. Tasty. Cash money. Um, <laughs> tasty. So, so I used to work at this pawn shop, right? And then there was this old man that worked there, old man Dave, right? And old <laughs> man Dave, I swear to God, old man Dave would call me Austin, Dallas, Corpus Christi, San Antonio. <laughs> oh, my God. Douchebag. And there was a bunch of names. <laughs> But never Houston. But never Houston, of course, right? Of course. And he and one day I he like come, old man Dave already. He's, he, he's, yeah. He's, I I know this guy. I feel like I fucking know him. He's forever old. <laughs> anyway, sat next to Jesus in high school. Anyway, so so, so anyway, so anyway, um, I I corrected him after so many times, and he says, "Damn it, Houston! Listen, I'm gonna." I'm going to just call you something else. I'm going to call you Sam. And I said, Sam? I said, what the hell is Sam? He said, Sam Houston, the president of Texas. And I was like, no shit. I was like, all right, I'll take Sam. So I ended up writing that song, Sam I Am, out of it because he called me Sam. And um, I was going somewhere with this story, but I <laughs> I lost it. The shine is it. working, <laughs> the baby. Shine is, the shine is working. <laughs> Oh, 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> you asked me, you were like, do I have fun on stage? So so there's there's Houston, right, that kind of just chills out, and he doesn't really say much, just hangs out, and then there's Sam. Oh, and mm-hmm. Sam gets crazy as fuck. I man. like nice. Sam. Yeah, nice. Sam's cool, man. Sam's here right now. So. I like <laughs> Sam. It's good, man. I always said that when I was going on stage that there was like a... It was like it was like an alter ego kind of thing, it has to be. you know. It has to because be. I would I would go up on stage and there was I mean there's a, there's like footage of me using the microphone as uh, pretending it's my cock. Or, ah, you know, it's like yeah, footage? come and come and sing into my cock. There's kinda, footage you know, of there's, that. Oh, there's video footage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We uh, recently unearthed a video, uh, a VHS tape. From like 2004 wow. or something so you know like it's that, old. and yeah, long hair, no shirt, uh, microphone oh. hanging in front of me, right between and, the legs. Um, my buddy Shane grabbed it and he's like, "Oh yeah, uh, you know how it goes." Jerking the mic, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
These are the things you think is going to make you a famous rock star at 24, well, you know? 24, man. So uh, <laughs> we haven't matured to 25 yet. So uh, that's, that's right. You know? <laughs> but, Still behind. <laughs> but we, uh, you know, when I would get off stage, I would find that I was very like, okay, I'm just going to go sit over here and chill by myself and be a little bit more withdrawn, you know? But, mm-hmm. man, getting up on stage, those lights would come up, and it was like... I'm here to fuck you up. Dude, well, the the thing is, and you have, like, a kick-ass rock and roll band, so it's different. It's, Mm -hmm. like, it's a vibe, you know? It's, like, the boys are here. We're fucking cranked up. We're ready to go. Attitude is a swagger. What about about Jenny, man? You got that same vibe Ah, in that song, brother. You know what I mean? Dude, once I get the band together, I'm telling you, it's going to be a whole new experience. Oh, like, yeah. I love that vibe, bro. That energy. That, dude, it said that like bad boy, Garth Brooks ah, style, man. Leather I jackets. That. I know. I was I was talking to this girl the other day, right? And she was like, she's like, bad boy vibes. And I was like, no. Yeah, <laughs> like, not, yes. not me. Not yes. me, man. Yeah. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> so like, if, what, out of all your songs, what's true to Houston Keen? What is Houston Keen OG? Like, that's you to a T, man. What's the one? Um, your, what's your favorite, brother? Uh, Come on, man. Um, I'm asking a hard <laughs> question. Man, you are asking a hard question. I would, I would definitely probably say, I would probably say Jenny. Honestly, yeah, yeah. yeah, because it's 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 just like you know, and a lot of people question. They're like, who the who the fuck is Jenny? And I'm like, well, here's the thing, right? Is like I got so annoyed with a bunch of ex girlfriends calling me uh they so they were trying to sue me because i was calling them out by name in the song and so i was like well i'll just make up a girl i've never dated and i'll name her jenny and then i'll just write songs about her and so like every song has to do with with jenny right and it's like it's basically just a combination of all the crazy bitches i've dated in my life i just i just <laughs> want you to know i just want you to know how this is going to play out i just don't need to know because the girl that you marry her name will probably hey, be jenny, jenny. <laughs> I, I i bet you money i'm, I'm fucked man I, i'll put fucking money on it now i'm telling you he's gonna meet a girl named jenny he's gonna be like shit shit i will tell you honestly <laughs> though <Damn> my love. <laughs> Any girl I meet and she says her name is Jenny, I'm instantly attracted. I'm like, oh, yeah? <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> I have a whole album about you. <laughs> Ready to go. That's, that's flattering right there. Apple, <laughs> Apple Music or Spotify, baby. Let's, let's go. That's terrible. So, Houston, man, I, I, was, I was checking out some of your older stuff, and I, I definitely have seen, like, a transition and growth in for your sure, music. man. So yeah. it's fun. I'm glad you brought that up. So like a lot of people question me because they're like, "Oh, dude, like play like Jack and Jill or like play like Paper Notes." And like, look, man, like I like so so funny thing. Like Paper Notes was kind of like the first uh, real single. It was actually one that got radio play in Gainesville. Hey. And so yeah, right. Nice. It was a cool deal, right? And I was like, "That's the song. That's the one. That's the only one. This is the one." This is but it, but the truth is, man, it's just like so like the chorus of um. Like an older song of mine, like Jack and Jill, is like, well, I would take my Chevy down to the creek and fish off the riverbanks. It was you and me in the middle of summer, um, whatever, whatever, whatever. But, like, the thing is, man, is, like, that's very pop country, right? right. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not weed and pills, right, which right. I sing about now. So it's <laughs> like, which, I, I mean, here's the thing. It all comes down to honesty, right? Yeah. Like, when I first started out, 
when I wrote those songs, man, I was 16, 17, 18, yep. right? And I knew what I had to do in order to be top 40. I had to sing about beer and pickup trucks, right? <laughs> and so that's what I did. That's what I did. Yes. And now I'm just like, fuck this. Fuck all these guys. Like, whatever. I'm just going to sing. I'm going to sing about pills and liquor because that's what I yeah. know. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really is. You know, and so it's like I have um, I have this one song about uh, it's about my dad. It's it's about hereditary alcoholism, and uh, and I don't sing it out often because people don't listen to it. Mm-hmm. But like when they do, li- when I have a few, when I have a small crowd and they are listening to me, I'll sing that right, and they'll go like at the end of the song, they're like, "God damn, dude! Like that is sad as fuck." You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I'm like, "Yeah, it's my my kind of music." You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I love that shit, and it means a lot to me. Like when I sing that song, I'm just like, "Damn!" Like I feel this. That, that mm-hmm. was personal. You, you feel that shit in your soul, man. Well, it's you were not giving that to the crowd right they should appreciate it and it's and I hope it, they do it's not like it's not like i drove my chevy down to the levee and the moonlight was full in the six pack and, and <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's not that it's not that at all you know what i'm saying if i hear a florida georgia line song with those lyrics we know where they <laughs> got it from. right there this is where they're getting it from right, right here oh they're on the record man i promise <laughs> I'll, say, I'll, I'll say this about florida georgia line i mean those guys like yeah they're more like about having fun but they're not like americana <laughs> No, 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 not at all. At all. I think I think country music nowadays, it, good country music to me because the times are changing is just being American and being is same with rock and roll, bro. If you want, like, look at what Kid Rock did, for course, instance. You know course. what I mean? Like that guy went from doing you know, shit rap, you to, know, Kid Rock, to fucking doing country or rock and roll, which was badass. And then he went to country music. When, and then really when we started talking about when we started talking about doing the events and making making each show an event. That's that's the first person I thought of because that was one of the first people I ever heard talk about it in that regard was Kid Rock and and how he'd come into Detroit and even though he wasn't touring all over the world he was doing these big shows in Detroit uh-huh. they were huge people thought that he was just this gigantic really? fucking superstar okay because he would do these shows in Detroit and he put so much time and effort into making them an event. That they would, they'd blow up, and that was a big part of the reason that he got as big as he did. Really, you know, I didn't know that. No, yeah, and uh, I mean, he did the Devil Without a Cause record. Which yeah, was, and, and and I remember he, there was, was that the one with Cowboy. On that it? was the one with Cowboy on it. Love that Cow- fucking song. He did, the, he did the chorus about I'm going platinum, and you know, yeah. And I, I heard a story about the producer being like, "Are you sure you really want to put that on there?" And like, and are he, you gonna go platinum? And he fucking did it, so it worked out. And he went you know? platinum. Yeah. Dude, that motherfucker, I rem- that was, you know, Cocky was one of my first records that I ever really heard because my dad loved Kid Rock. Yeah. And, like, I know Kid Rock gets a lot of hate, but, dude, that oh, motherfucker man. can do it. I mean, he can For the sing, sing like an I angel. I love it. Dude, the picture, love. picture is one of the best songs love ever it. written. Love it. I put your picture. I love that I, shit. I, you said Cowboy. I love that fucking song. I don't give yeah. a shit. I love that fucking song. Dude, oh, I still baby. feel like the baddest rooster of fucking round. I'll be driving my truck, play that bitch, and you just hear <laughs> the, the baddest, <laughs> the baddest rooster around. Yeah, dude. I'm the baddest cock I around when it. it comes around. The, I love that bitch it. is playing. I don't give a shit. Beautiful. Well, so where can uh, where can people go to find out more about Houston Keen? All right, man. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. 
All my music is absolutely free. I want that to be the top note. All my music is free. You can go to Apple Music or Spotify, or if you don't have an Apple Music or Spotify subscription, you can go to SoundCloud, and it's absolutely free there. It's soundcloud.com slash Houston Keen, H-O-U-S-T-O-N-K-E-E-N. It's very, very easy to find, man. It's absolutely free. All my music is free. It'll always be free. I will never charge you a dime for my music, man. Just please, please come, please come to a show. That's all I ask for you, man. If you wear a t-shirt, that's fucking awesome awesome too but uh, i gotta Houston, get a shirt, I gotta get a shirt Keen, you me. will get a shirt and if you take shirt, that shirt off sure. and show them show the man your titties well will <laughs> be even more that's more whatever you gotta do <laughs> i didn't i didn't say those words but whatever you gotta do man <laughs> I, I want you to feel comfortable in whatever you're doing man so <laughs> do you have uh houstonkeen.com i have houstonkeen.com listen best thing is facebook.com slash houston k music or listen i know a lot of you i know a lot of you kids are new school with the instagram mm-hmm. at at houston keen h-o-u-s-t-o-n-k-e-e-n man and i will follow you back i promise i'm a huge social media nerd um but anyway yeah man i, I i'm absolutely free just google my name houston keen for sure man you'll find me you'll find me we'll definitely we'll make sure to post up some links here when we uh when we'll we post this episode episode 11 with Houston, I can't believe I'm on team, episode man. eleven. You're Listen, episode I was I was talking to homeboy, and I was like, "Yo, dude, like, I was talking about Joe Rogan's like early, <laughs> early, early YouTube." Yeah, and I was like, "Man, you know, it's like those people that were on the first ten or eleven or fifteen or whatever. It's like those motherfuckers. Those are the VIP. <laughs> yes, and here I am in the yes. VIP. Club. You are in the VIP right, section, baby. and I and I hope that we that we actually get to that point." Where episode eleven is is a VIP slot. <laughs> you will, you will, dude. Because we're no just going to keep on pumping them out. It's you know? not the destination; it's the journey, and but, we want to be along. We want you to be along with us, and we want to be along with you, dude. It's great. Well, I love being here. And here's here's some here's something else that's kind of cool. Because when I talked to you originally about coming on the show, it was you know, hey, come on the show while you're in town. Because yeah. I figured you'd be going back out. So right. We need to we need to do this again. Oh, we will bring you on anytime, mm-hmm. you know, and and have a good time. Episode fifteen, episode, <laughs> episode twelve, hey, Fuck whatever it. you got to do, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, we got we got a great guest next week, man. I got Double G coming, That's man. Right. Perfect. It's gonna be good. Double G, good time. Garrett Girthy. That's right, man. I love this shit. It's yeah, gonna be a beast. He's That's a gonna beast. be awesome. I'm looking forward to that. I'm excited about it. Um, again, HoustonKeen.com. Hey. Yes, sir. Facebook, Houston, Houston K Music. Yep. Um, Houston Keen on Facebook. Uh, I'm sorry, on Instagram, Instagram. and uh, of course we'll we'll link to that in the uh, in the show notes and all that good stuff. Of course, you can find us here on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter as well. PorchvillePod.com, yeah. Spotify, iTunes, where the fuck else? Pretty much anywhere you listen to all uh, over podcasts, you can find us. And as always, ladies and gentlemen. You know, you can find us right here on the porch. Good night. And uh, you got anything to say? Anything? Be safe. We yeah. love you. We love you. We all love you. Let's drink some more moonshine, boys. Let's do Y'all that. have a good night. Porch Rail. Use the key.
up. Yeah, that was badass.